0: Welcome
1: to Solstice tinsel on the Ramjack Freedom Tree! Happy Holidays, everyone! Happy
2: holidays. holidays! Happy Holidays! Ding dong ding!
1: I am Alex, and joining me today for Ramjack is our good friend and our co-host, Brad! Hello, citizens! Hello! Brad, come here!
2: <laughs> oh no...
1: <laughs> Brad, come here Still can't get over that Still cannot can't. get over that
0: hey, Guys, uh, just to let you know We're not talking about Dr. Quinn this week And it hurts
1: a little Because there's one there's one holiday special left on the table I mean, we could still talk about Dr. Quinn we, We're just not going to discuss an episode at length This true. episode That's Now, true. will there be a year, two years, three Where we work our way through the entire season Like series, perhaps Perhaps. Definitely. Perhaps. Mayhaps. But today we're not going to be talking about it. What are we going to be talking about later, Brad? Oh, we're going to be talking about an episode of The Love Boat. Love Boat. (laughs) Have we watched an episode of Love Boat before?
0: No. I don't know if I've ever watched an episode of Love Boat in full before.
1: Neither have I, but there was some kind of um, feeling of deja vu watching it. I don't know whether I thought about... Watching an episode of it for the show or something.
0: I, I mean I, I know I, I was trying to find one uh, for Thanksgiving, but I couldn't I couldn't find one on YouTube.
1: Oh, you mean they no one takes a cruise on Thanksgiving?
0: No, there's episodes. They just weren't available on YouTube. <laughs> there's
1: one with Rue McClanahan. Um, wow. Okay. Another yeah. show. I I mean we'll see how it goes. I'm not opposed to covering future episode, Christmas episodes of Love Boat, but there were only two seasons of Love Boat, right? Or did, did it also no. go into like...
0: Alex, Love Boat went on for 10 years. Seriously? Yeah, there's a grip of, lo- of Love Boat Christmas episodes.
1: Wow. Yeah. All right. I never knew. I mean, I knew Love Boat existed, but I didn't realize it was a cultural phenomenon. Oh, yeah. So oh, it yeah, goes I... Star Wars, Star Trek, Love Boat... And then all other television At least in the guest year, I'm assuming Sure didn't know I did not know Okay, we'll, we'll get to that later We'll get to that later Other stuff to talk about in this The High Holidays, Brad mm-hmm. Um, uh, we've been watching other things Do you want to jump into that?
0: Sure, sure Um, Alex, um I finally caught up on season two of Stranger Things Nice Knocked that out over the weekend Um, delightful yeah. I, I liked it more than season one, I think.
1: I I I have the same sentiment. I thought it was better paced. I thought it was uh I mean they had more budget because they realized they had a hit on their hands. I there were a lot of things they were I think they were able to polish it up much better.
0: Yeah. I I and I was glad that Lucas got more screen time because he's by far my favorite of the kids.
1: So. <laughs> oh yeah. He's great. He got a lot more screen time. Mm um who's your favorite so he's your favorite character who's your second favorite character
0: um i don't i don't know like i the, the thing about the show that i realized when i was watching it I was like it's just it's rare that there's so many likable characters in a show very true like it's just like it's just not a thing you have a lot of but like there's so many likable
2: characters
0: like i was like paul riser's great <laughs> <laughs> Like I love Paul Reiser. I, I love I love Bob. I I love. Uh, I mean I enjoy them all Ex- except um uh, creepy guy um creepy guy that um uh, like the guy um, that Nancy is like hanging around with. Uh,
2: oh,
1: creeps.
0: Yeah, Creep McGee.
1: <laughs> he doesn't have a real name. It's creepy. No, it's creepy creep. photographer guy. Yeah. Strange voyeuristic photographer dude. Still a
0: creep. Still a oh, creep. Oh yeah.
1: What's her deal? I do. I, I I I found myself really liking, I guess, one of the villains, the uh, the new kid, the bad boy. <laughs> <laughs> they, like trade hit on um kid's mom. I thought that whole scene was amazing. That was that was the best. That was great. <laughs> His character is just an enigma in its own right. Obviously, he's got a troubled home life, and he's um. I'm not sure... I mean, nothing... There's not really a spoiler regarding him. He's kind of... What would you call his character? Like, what purpose does he serve in this?
0: I, I, I mean, he's just an asshole. Like, he's... Yeah. Like, yeah. He's just a fucking creepy 80s, like, villain kid. Like, it's... I mean, yeah. But he
1: doesn't really serve a purpose in the greater show, other than I guess he's the brother or half-brother of the new girl that the boys kind of adapt into yeah. their group.
0: I I was because I would, I had this real worry because like it was so ominous every time you'd see him you didn't really know what the situation was I thought like there was gonna be some like weird incest thing going on or something like he was like fucking yeah. his sister and I was like oh
1: I'm glad yeah they they kept it in a in a good oh a he's guy just a racist
0: si- cool okay. oh yeah
1: okay, okay he's uh, just a
0: racist not 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 an
1: incest racist cool yeah yeah All yeah right. All abused by his parents okay I get it um but I. The fact that he would act like an asshole, and then the one time, um, uh, the cool kid, I can't remember his name, the kid that was like the cool kid in the first season.
0: Mm-hmm. Little John Raphael?
1: Yeah, r- little John Raphael. When he's like taking it to him on the courts, and he knocks him over, and he leans over and helps him get up and says, hey man, just so you know, if you step into it, like the person charging you, they can't do this. Like giving him like a tip, just like, hey man, I know I'm an asshole, but guess what? I'm going to help you out. We're going to be buds. Them in the shower, like it was just like, well, who is who is this kid? How is he going to play into the rest of the seats? Like series, I want of, him along a lot of questions. And what's John Ralphio doing? Like little John <laughs> Ralphio, he's just along for the ride, I guess. Yeah,
0: just just along for the ride. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw a meme that had um creep creep. Creeper McCreepy, and it had him with, like, they had Photoshopped glasses onto him, and it said, Mr. Still Your Girl, because apparently he's, uh, yeah, him and, uh, what's her name? What's his name? I can't remember any of the characters' name. It's been weeks. Nancy. Nancy Sweet on him now, for weird reason. Again, I don't know why you gravitate to a creepy dude. And then it showed the other, uh, asshole kid, and it said, with the same Photoshop glasses on it, it said, Mr. Still Your Mom. And then it showed, (laughs) uh... (laughs) Then it showed little John Ralphio with the same sunglasses on and said, Mr. Still Your Kids. Because <laughs> he's just running around with the kids for a while. Just like
2: nice.
1: being the, like, the kind of adult walking around with him. Like, all right, kids. I, I'm looking out for you.
0: I, it's, it's just a, it's a fun little show. I enjoy
1: it. Oh, yeah. It's great. What I did like- you think? Well, go yeah. ahead. I was, I was going to ask, what do you think of the one episode that was different?
0: I liked it. Like,
1: and, uh, this doesn't spoil anything. They follow one character specifically to another city, and they're kind of out of the rest of, well, not truly out because no, there's some overlies, But it
0: was good. I enjoyed it. Like I, it was, a, it was a good change of pace, and like yeah, it's setting up uh, other stuff. So
1: yeah, it's it's it's. A, I can't wait for the third season, though. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the upside down that, or what's going to happen after prom, or the winter formal, which was also that was probably my favorite.
0: Good.
1: One of my favorite scenes for sure
0: it's Just a delightful little show Filled with likable characters Like why can't we just have more likable characters in the world
1: <laughs> I, I don't know Bad writing, a lack of effort Just phoning it in You know Netflix when it does it, it does it right Are you watching any other shows on Netflix?
0: Um, Well I'm not watching the fucking Punisher um,
1: Yeah I just can't stomach that stuff right I now did,
0: I did five episodes Ugh no, fuck
2: that
1: What's... shit. I've only heard that it's not that great. Or like, that's
0: it's it's too much fucking military shit. Like I can't. I like I don't need some. I don't need most of the characters to be fucking state-sponsored murderers. Like I don't care if it's a TV show. It's like like it's too close to like real shit. Like they're tied. There's like Blackwater type organizations and oh. like ah ah uh, no no thanks no thanks don't care like fuck them all i got no sympathy for that shit oh somebody has ptsd they deserve ptsd (laughs) like that's the price of like being a state sponsored murderer. like that's true if you're a good person you should end up with ptsd like because that's what you should have if you fucking go and be a state sponsored murderer for the u.s military you deserve it like i don't have sympathy fuck that shit it's awful agreed but you know what that's what happens
1: I mean, I mean, in that specific circumstance, yes. I mean, if, if it's thrust upon you and you have PTSD, that's a different story. But like you said, if you willingly yeah, go in to I'm be a state-sponsored murderer...
0: Yeah, I'm talking about military only.
1: Okay, like, military... I mean, yeah, if <laughs> PTSD, PTSD for military experience. Yeah. You know exclusive. what? If you
0: have PTSD, fuck you.
1: No. <laughs> but if you're fucking... Just making sure, Fred.
0: If you join the fucking world's largest, most powerful terrorist organization, and you get PTSD... I don't have pity for you. You earned it. Fuck
1: off. And the Punisher, I, I I mean I can't get into that military stuff either. No. I mean in in science fiction stuff like Starship Troopers, it's kind of making fun of it and or making a statement, so I can get into that. Well, Other so things can I can kinda of get into. As well.
0: like, yeah. This is like I this is, is close like I mean this is pretty much twenty four. Like it's just it's okay. too close and like playing with that shit and I got no use.
1: No use. Uh, have you been watching? Um, what is it? The Runaways. No. I mentioned it a little on no, a, no. Uh, so previously. It's a good time. No. Um, I watched a movie recently. I um, finally, st- there's a lot of cool stuff streaming on HBO presently, and this the high holiday seasons. And I watched the movie Get Out. Oh,
0: that's that's on my list to watch. Dude,
1: soon. you got to watch it.
0: I that's... it
1: is yeah. awesomely suspenseful and, um, yeah. It's a f- it's it's fun. <laughs> nice. I yeah I'm I can't say anything else because you haven't seen I can't say anything else because you haven't seen it.
0: I all I, 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 I was I was I was debating whether I was going to watch that or start Stranger Things this weekend. Did Stranger Things? Did
1: you did Stranger yeah. Things? Yeah, you took a walk on the wild side. Nothing wrong with that. Um, I will say this: one of my coworkers went to the uh, opening weekend of Get Out in the theater, yeah. and he says he's never been to a, a like a showing of a movie and have the audience freak out and cheer as much as they did during this movie. Like just yelling at the screen. Mm. And I I see it.
2: Nice. Um Yeah.
1: Yeah. Get on that, ladies and gentlemen. That's that's a good that's a good movie to sandwich in between your Christmas films this holiday season. Pop in home alone, watch it with the fam, watch Get Out, and then maybe round it off with the Muppets Family Christmas or something. I don't Nice. That's nice.
0: I Sounds mean, good. Sounds good. Um
1: I saw the disaster Artist oh tell me what do you think
0: it was really good i i like <laughs> going in like i you know i was like oh this will be interesting but i don't i don't know if this will actually be an entertaining film to watch um but no it's really good like and somehow tommy was so seems even weirder now
1: <laughs> i man have you seen the trailer for their new movie no Tommy Wiseau made a new movie with some of the cast from uh, The Room, uh-huh. and it just looks ridiculous. I mean, it's obviously ridiculous, but I I really look forward to seeing The Disaster Artist. I won't be able to see it until it's streamed, sadly. Yeah. Like, we just can't make it out to the theater. Um, it's good. Have you, they did, like, uh, I guess exit polling of people who left the theater of Disaster Artist, and a lot of younger people were like, yeah, it was great. And then they, and people would ask them, all right, um, like, what did you think? Like, does this change your view on the room or whatever or Tama Wusso, and they're like wait that was based on a real thing like a lot of people apparently
0: I don't think don't there's any realize... way you could not know that like at the end of the movie Dude. they show side by side like um like they show like a, the James Franco like basically, like he, I feel like he recreated like half of the movie like shot for shot with shocking accuracy
1: that's amazing well like, then i don't know who these idiots are they were pulling yeah. outside these people these just theaters. weren't paying, paying just...
0: attention because it's like you know the movie starts with like um like jj abrams and like some other people talking about the room like what does jj J.
1: J. say about it like
0: oh he's just is he about, gonna like, reboot it he's talking about how crazy it is and like it's like it's amazing you know uh, you know celebrities like people of import like talking about it and then at the end of the movie they show you like side by side the one oh, scene and then, and then there's a post-credit sequence uh uh, with Tommy Wiseau and James Franco as Tommy Wiseau, that is just
2: insane.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like it's so weird. Like I mean, it's Franco's finest work. Um, like it's a character you can do with a lisp, so it's okay.
1: Um, um I can't. Is it like them just seeing each other on like the red carpet? Are they like? Is there? Are there? Is it's there a an actual, scene
0: there? It's a scene. It's a scene. They do a scene. <laughs>
1: What's the scene from the it's, room?
0: I no, they no, they just no. It's it's a it's a written scene, but it's it's Tom. It's James Franco is Tommy Wiseau, and Tommy Wiseau is playing a character that is Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's it is bizarre and amazing. It's really good though. I I laughed uh, quite quite a bit.
1: Dude, looking forward to that.
0: Um so um Alex just just to put a timestamp on this episode because I like to make sure we date the episode so everyone knows exactly where we were at this point in time. At yeah. this point in time, um we we're, we're still not sure if Alabama's elected a, a, a fucking child molester or not. It's oh, uh, it's man. happening right now.
1: <laughs> so, I mean we might get confirmation before we finish this episode. Like Yeah, it can happen.
0: It can happen. I mean, yeah, it's
1: I mean, um, we elected Donald Trump. It doesn't... It would not surprise me if... The polls closed nine minutes ago, so... <sighs> it's a, uh,
0: Currently, it's, it's still too close to call.
1: How is it too close to call? How looking- do you elect a child molester?
0: How did we elect Donald Trump? Like, it happens. Like, we live in hell times. I mean... I mean...
1: Okay, look, Donald Trump is horrible. We know that he's, um sexually assaulted quite a few women just in yeah. I yeah. mean we this is right. not even he's like really debatable it's he's, it's something he's done yes he's yeah. forced himself upon them at the very least I mean and he's also Donald I mean there's tons of things about Donald Trump that make he, him a deplorable he human he his
0: wife after he got mad about a hair transplant surgery like it happened
1: <laughs> dude see I didn't even know that and now I'm educated yeah and we elected him most people probably didn't know that um but I there's there's a part of society that's still like like the Angela Lansbury's of the world. They're like, well, women ask for it sometimes. We got to be careful. And it's like, all right, that's gross and stupid. But but when did we get to the point where it was, oh, that dude's a child molester? Well, I mean, he's still doing God's work. What I mean, and, because I, and how can the Democrats not
0: find other candidates to go up against these people?
1: Dude, that's a, I mean, that's a whole other question. Like. Because, oh. goodness. If you can't beat a child molester, what is going on?
0: I mean, and the thing is, like, I mean, again, the, the only thing this, this fucking uh, Doug Jones is really got is that he's not a child molester. Because he's not, a, he's not great. <laughs> like, I mean, it's Alabama. But still, even for Alabama, he's like a pretty shitty excuse for a Democrat. <laughs> like, it's like, ugh.
1: So, the child molester guy, did you see that today, the final day before, like, the day of the election, they aired, like, an interview he did with a child interviewing him?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard about that. I haven't watched what it. What the fuck? You want to? Hey, you want to prove that he's able to keep his hands off of children? <laughs> so, why not? Have a child interview him. <laughs> like, hey, um, can we talk to that child's parents? Can we, like, ask them some questions? Because I got a lot of questions.
2: <laughs> Jeez.
0: Yeah. <gasps> Hell times.
1: Hell times. I Brad, I have a little bit of hope. Okay. And it's that something we mentioned in an episode previous to this, I think we should just throw all the information we have in the world to AlphaGo Zero and let it solve the world's problems. AlphaGo Zero has come back. To master chess, we don't have to play Go anymore. We sure as fuck don't have to play chess anymore. Robots have taken care of it.
0: Okay.
1: Also, hey, hey, AlphaGo Zero. Next, try to try to do anything that's better than just playing games. Like give this, um, like neural networked AI a bigger problem to fix than just playing games. So yeah, AlphaGo Zero. We've talked about him before. Is an artificial intelligent neural network. Um, it played go by itself, just knowing the rules. And it was able to very quickly, like within a day, I think, trounce like the best AI that we've had that can beat human players. It beats them. Um, so they said, how about you have a go at chess? It played chess for four hours against itself. And then it went against the best chess algorithm that we have. And it beat it every time. Mm -hmm. Here's the crazy part. And this is something, I, the cool thing about this is that we learned that going first in chess definitely gives you the advantage. So, when AlphaGo Zero went first, it beat um, the other uh, artificial intelligence every time. Like, straight up destroyed it. When it went second, it only beat it half the time. And the other half the time, it tied. But, like, destroyed it while it was tying. Like, it basically drew it to 1-1. Uh, one, one. Like, it was, it was close. <laughs> nice. So now we know from this that, yes, going first in games definitely gives you advantage, especially in chess. So thanks, AlphaGoZero. When in doubt, try to go first. Also, just pretty really solve the world's problems. Hey. Brad, we also have in front of us um, uh, Netflix's A Year in Binging Report. Um, Netflix takes all of its mini-datas, and it breaks them into four categories. Shows that were devoured meaning that people watched two hours, like, in a row of whatever that show is. Shows that were savored, meaning people would watch, like, one episode, they'd wait about 24 hours to 48 hours and watch another episode and, like, keep watching it to the end. Uh, Shows that got us cheating, where I guess they track it to see if people watch the same episode over and over again within a certain length of time, so that it's two different people on the same Netflix account like watching the same show, and someone's watching the show without their partner, and then also re-watching the show later with their partner, pretending not to, maybe? I don't know. Mm-hmm. And then it's shows that brought us together. Um, and I don't know what the criteria for that is. We can speculate wildly. I,
0: that's, I don't know what that means at all.
1: <laughs> oh, it's, it seems that shows that people watched with their family. Um, so let's start with uh, shows people devoured. Um, there was American Vandal, which I have no clue. Three percent. Nah. Thirteen reasons why, which is pretty good. Was three, and with a an knee is four.
0: <laughs> Alex just nodded. Like, nope.
1: Yeah, I. That girl is so annoying. I mean, I finished the first season, and I can't wait for the second season. And it's its own thing, and it ends in a crazy way, which I think we've talked about on the show. Um, super suspenseful, almost tragic, but no. Now is this number four? Um, number five was Riverdale nice people like to watch Riverdale
0: um Alex we haven't updated I haven't updated uh, on Riverdale in a while
1: have, have you have you been watching any Riverdale I was only able to watch one episode like completely out of context for everything else and Alex, I hate it like I, I the hate have, that I cannot you
0: have to catch up it's the
1: greatest show dude Riverdale um, is one of those shows like it says you have to devour like I watch one I want to watch a lot in order
0: well it's not we're, we're at the mi- well they had the season finale last week so uh alright it won't be back until January but a couple of things quickly on Riverdale before we get back into Netflix here for a yes, second. yes, yes, yes. Um, I just want to say it's the kookiest show ever. I love it. Um, every episode is more insane than the last. Um, and sometimes people pole dance in front of their in front of their mothers. I guess it happens. I guess that's just the thing that happens on television in the world. Um, so I'll just leave you with that.
1: Timeout. Pole mm-hmm. dances in front of their parent. Yeah. Like. Yeah. You know how you Alex, you know our lovable Archie characters, you know
0: the character of Betty. <laughs> you know sometimes <laughs> she'll, she'll um she'll be at like a biker bar dancing pole dancing and her mother's there. What? <laughs> what?
1: Why yeah. is it is it wrong of me to think that Veronica was the one that was pole dancing with her mother there? But it was like maybe a mother daughter moment like at their house like <laughs> hey, we're going to pole dance just, you know, nope. I got this pole whatever. Betty at a biker bar. <laughs> betty at a biker bar wrong side Just of town snakes everywhere serpents
0: figure, figure that out figure that out <laughs> it's a crazy show also have you heard the um, netflix is going to have the sabrina show
1: yes uh late breaking news ladies and gentlemen if you're looking for sabrina on the cwa ain't gonna be there because netflix got the exclusive rights to develop it i'm excited it's gonna i hope it's hope it's great
0: this whole season of Riverdale, um, first of all,
1: it's it's amazing. It's the greatest
0: thing ever, but it's also really spooky. Um, so I've been expecting oh. like Sabrina to show up at any time, um, because like first of all, every episode is like titled um, after a horror movie this season, which is amazing. Hmm. Um, and there was an episode a couple of weeks ago that I was like, wait, was this supposed to be the Halloween episode? And I was like, oh no, it can't. It's the po- it's the after Thanksgiving episode, but it feels like it should be the Halloween episode because it's
1: super spooky. Wow.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. I, I love it. I love
1: it I so much. you. The way you said it's the after Thanksgiving episode makes me think that that's a thing. Like, hello, tune in for the after Thanksgiving episode. <laughs> the <laughs> time be- right before Christmas, but not really. Because I, I thought, oh, I, I, I bet this was supposed to be the Halloween episode
0: and it just got delayed. And I was like, wait, no. Because that would be a month ago. It didn't get that delayed. No, this this is just the episode that's on this week. It's just really crazy and feels like a Halloween episode. But that's was just the show.
1: Was it the one where the, uh, the uh, I guess, what was it? Was it the quarterback that was mapling people? Was it his return episode with him and uh, Josie? Because I yeah. saw that episode. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, that was that was, yeah, I get it. App. We both called that after Thanksgiving app, the special after Thanksgiving. Didn't that
0: feel like it was supposed to be like a Halloween app?
1: <laughs> oh, definitely.
0: <laughs> like, crazy app. Pretty nuts. I, oh, God, I love it so much, guys. It's my favorite show in the whole world. <laughs> it was made for me, and I love it.
1: <laughs> well, people are people are uh, marathoning it, man. If When nice. it comes to Netflix, I will definitely be able to, like, go from start to finish. But now I think... Because the CW retire some episodes after a while, so I think I can only just jump in at this moment and continue to watch it.
0: I, I, listen, listen, uh, trust, friend, trust. Uh, some arrangements can be made. Some arrangements can be made.
1: <laughs> but see, not unlike Dr. Quinn and or Love Boat, I don't mind jumping in halfway through a show and just like picking up and then going back and watching some of the other ones later. Brad, um, continuing down Netflix's uh, end-of-the-year review... Next, we have shows we devoured, meaning people just straight up... No, we've already done that. What we have next are shows that we savored. Oh. People watched less than two hours per day, and they would come back later and finish it up. Um, Some of these shows, I don't really know. I love that two
0: hours a day is (laughs) savoring.
1: Yeah. Who has time to watch two hours of television, like... I mean, I I did when I was single, obviously, not with children.
0: Yeah, you've got got kids running around. You you don't have time for that. I I knocked out Stranger Things in, in like, two days. Like, I'm good.
1: (laughs) Um, Number one is The Crown. Number two is Big Mouth. Uh, Neo Yoko... Uh, a series of fortunate events. The only one I've seen on here is Glow, which I, I actually marathoned. I need to see that. Glow is good. I, I really liked Glow. Friends from college, eh. Ozark, eh. Atypical, I don't know. Number nine is Dear White People. And yes, that is an amazing show. And I marathoned that in two days. But it was also when all the kids were asleep and I lost sleep over it because it was just that good. Like, it is nice. a wonderful television show. I highly recommend it. See that show? Um, shows that got us cheating. Now this
0: is probably a, uh,
1: Netflix describes this. you couldn't we couldn't resist the thrill of a thrill and shamelessly watched ahead of our significant others on these shows.
0: Or you fell asleep watching it and had to like back up.
1: That could also be something else. It could like, be hey, shows that got you cheating, shows that put you to sleep.
0: Yeah, because, like, Uh, yeah, I regularly, like, for a while, sometimes I'll just, like, have something going and, like, you know, and then backtrack.
1: All right, just pretend that you you fell asleep during these shows, because it's a little weird that if you fell asleep during these shows. First one is Narcos. Whatever. No one cares about Narcos.
0: Sleep. Definitely asleep. (laughs)
1: Puts me right to Betty by <laughs> night number night. two. Thirteen Reasons Why. It's kind of whiny through some of it, but when it gets like intense, it's like holy shit. I don't think anyone could sleep through that. Well, maybe the first couple. of them. Uh, Stranger Things is three. You're not sleeping through Stranger Things. What are you doing?
0: I, you got I, 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 yeah, but you might fall asleep. You might be trying to stay up watching it and then you fall asleep. How
1: are you going to fall asleep with those
0: adorable, likable
1: kids? Well, I was okay, trying to stay
0: up and watch it all and then I fell asleep.
1: True, but once you get to the upside down, once those dim, demo dogs come out, it's over. Yeah. Um, I one of my coworkers said she, I got into work and she said Alex, I had a dream that you and our other coworker and I were stuck in the upside down and we had to get out. And I said, well, that's that's a pretty crazy story. She, I guess she fell asleep watching Stranger Things. Actually, now that I remember it, mm. she also said that I was the one that led the charge to get out. <laughs> and my, the other coworker was cowering in a corner and we had to like basically drag him along which if you knew us no there's no way that's it was interesting uh number four is orange is the new black okay i could see someone falling asleep to that i haven't watched that past season one since eight the wachowski if you can get through the first two episodes and and stay awake from what i hear that's a challenge in its own right six is black mirror who falls asleep to black mirror
0: can't fall asleep in black mirror now but you no. might have to you might have to re-watch that or something i don't
1: know i'm gonna go back and rewatch it before the new season which comes out later this month I've damn right one dude i there's two episodes of the last one i didn't watch but they weren't really that interesting to me from a premise it's one of them was kind of military like, based yeah it's like mm. there's that one episode there's a few episodes that are yeah yeah they're bummers but they're masterpieces in bummery if that makes sense yeah the one, Sen Junipero? The one that won an award is like, yeah, one of the best things I've ever put on television. Um, let's see. Shows that brought us together. These are shows everyone watched with the family. They just got together and watched with the family. So everyone gather round Family, come here. And let's watch some shows. Uh, the first one is Stranger Things. Is this a family show?
0: It depends on your family, yeah.
1: Okay. How about 13 Reasons Why? I don't think that's a family show, dog. There's a lot of, that's a very, very intense show in certain instances. And I, I mean, things have changed. I would I wouldn't feel uncomfortable watching it with other people. But then again, I'm not uncomfortable watching things with other people because I don't know. I'm a trained and educated artist. So to me, watching television is just like, all right, it's entertainment, but... I don't know. I take it for what it is. I'm not going to be bothered by some of the things that this show throws out, but I can definitely see other people doing it. Series of Unfortunate Events? Yes, that's a children's show. Star Trek Discovery? Is that already on Netflix?
0: Yeah, well, not in the U.S.
1: God damn it, Netflix. Why aren't you bringing that to the show? I want to watch that right now. That's
0: because of the fucking CBS Interactive bullshit. Um, But everywhere else, it's on Netflix.
2: Mm. It better, I mean, it's U.S. and it,
0: Canada. It's that's it's stupid CBS app, um, aka just pirate it because fuck that shit.
1: Yeah, I mean it'll eventually come. I hope it no. better CBS because fuck your fucking streaming network. Uh, Gilmore Girls was number five. Yes, it's a family show, and yes, it was interesting. Uh, Riverdale, uh, that's would true. you get yeah. So Fuller House, mm. <sighs> Mm-mm. rounding things out with Chef's Table. Don't know what that is, and then Anne with an E. That was Netflix in 2017, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Wow! Listen, I'll watch Anne with an E as soon as they have a fucking ice cream song, but not until. <laughs> um, Alex, I I uh, I finally uh, listened to uh, the Dirty John podcast. Um, it's been out for a little while now. Um, it's like a okay. little seven seven episode um series. Just uh, tracking this tale of a real fucking dirtbag. Um, it's fascinating and all the people involved are weird.
1: <laughs> I, I've listened to one episode on Brad's recommendation. Like I'm, I'm going to end up streaming all of it cause it's very interesting. It's yeah. in the same, I mean, it's a similar vein. Like it's a true story.
0: Yeah. What was that, that other podcast? Um, not serial, but, uh, we talked about it. Um, with that, the I one about the guy? town. Yeah.
1: The one that has the S town.
0: S town. Yeah. That, that was bullshit. Hated that. I quite enjoyed Dirty John. Um, but the thing about it is, like, he's a scammer. Like, he's he's just, like, he's this fucking creep, and he fucking scams this woman. <laughs> and it's just, I just, the thought of, like, scamming, it seems like there's so many people out there falling for
1: scams. Oh, definitely.
0: I mean, I've watched a lot of Unsolved Mysteries in the last few months. Um... I, I've, I've fallen asleep watching a lot of episodes on Unsolved Mysteries in the past few months.
1: Interesting. Um,
0: love it. Love it. Um, have I have I gone back and rewatched some over again? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's great. It's great. Give me a shitty reenactment any day of the week. I'll watch it forever. Um, I just, like, how are so many people getting <laughs> scammed? Like, I... how many scam artists are out there? Because, like, we hear about these stories, like, all the time on these, like, you know, podcasts and TV shows and everything. Like, people have been being scammed forever. And people have been scamming forever. My question is, like, how, how was this happening? And, like, who who are these people? And why aren't we scamming people? <laughs> seemingly. Like, it is a way to live. It makes some dollars. Like, if you were just, like, less of an asshole... Like, how many people are getting away with scams right now that are just, like, that are just, like, coasting, like?
1: I don't know. I don't know how many scammers are ultimately successful. Like, I think most scammers, there's, like, a, there's a ticking clock on how long that you can scam someone. But I don't know. I've never scammed. I've never scammed a person. you, You only think that because you
0: hear these stories about these crazy scammers. How many people are living a scam life? May I remind you again of that unsolved mysteries where the old man <laughs> was like had a fake identity for no practically no reason like like he lived almost his entire life until near retirement uh, because he he was implicated in possibly being involved with a robbery that he didn't do
1: <laughs> so he was scamming everyone else for no, like like that's a weird scam but he that's was scamming low level
0: scam low Low level level scam how like it just seems like there's all these fucking scammers out here that are going to elaborate lengths and having success even though what they're saying and doing is insane my question is like what about like low level scam
1: (laughs) (laughs) well can we call low level scams you know how people will mask lies is oh it's just a little white lie yeah can we just say like I like low-level scam, but part of me wants to call it like, oh, it's just a little white scam. It's no big deal. It's a scam for, like, kind of okay, good, maybe, if you think about it.
0: I mean, we know people that are straight-up pathological liars. Oh, definitely. <laughs> that, like, just say some shit. And for the most part, like, uh, they get through their day and, like, I mean, if you're around them enough, you know that everything they say is insane. But, like, they're getting through there every day and people aren't questioning them. who
1: uh, people question them. Like one of the one of the pathological liars that I know was definitely questioned many times, and eventually people just stopped listening. But there was a never-ending uh, conveyor belt of more people willing to listen yeah. to just lies. Yeah. So in that particular scam of, I'm just gonna lie, that has a, that has a short lifespan with the group of people that you're with. Now. Are you saying there's other scams, maybe not too dissimilar from what Dirty John did, that have longer legs? That's what I'm saying. How many people have just, like, have, like, created a
0: fiction about themselves and, like, gotten themselves into a situation and then, like, alright, I made it here. Now, I'm just gonna coast. Like, how do you- how- like, that has gotta- there's gotta be- (laughs) People that are just like living Scam lives like their entire Life and like it's just Low level and like getting by Like this guy fucking in Dirty John like finds this rich Woman and like They end up getting married like in four months It's insane and he's like Garbage he's a garbage monster With a history of being garbage (laughs) (laughs) Like,
1: Wait (sighs) before we go on I'm gonna send you something I just Googled um, scam statistics, uh, and I have in front of me uh, the Australian uh, Competition and Consumer Commission's scam watch statistics for the year 2017. It breaks out all the different scams and how much money they made over the, period, over the year, and I think you're going to love it. <laughs> Give me just one second to get this up in your feed, friend.
0: I mean, I just want to go – I want to live that Opportunity Knox lifestyle. Um,
1: a lot just, of people are living it. Loving did a love con, friend. Did you get it? Oh, so yeah. just in Australia, the amount lost in 2017 was $81,814,888. The, and this is just the reported scams. Number of reports, 1, 152,101. These are not all the reports of scams, and this is not all the money that was scammed, and this is just Australia. Yeah. $1 is a lot. Exactly. What months are are you going to get scammed in? You're going to get scammed in August. There's the most scams in August. Uh. Year over year, apparently. August, May, watch out for scams. Apparently, (laughs) January through April... It's kind of a low-key, people are just building up to the scam, maybe. And that makes sense. Maybe people are having New Year's resolutions of, how can I scam people? Not too unlike Brad. Um, how, can, how can scamming happen? And they're just, they're biding their time. And right before it spikes, there's a low in April. Uh, April is a wonderful time to, you know, go out into the world. Uh, you know, take your headphones out. Talk to people. Like, you, you're safe in that time, probably. Safer than most months. In August, shut everyone out. Don't talk to anyone in August. You're going to get scammed.
0: Dude, how do we know this report isn't a scam? Ah! Maybe August is your only safe month. How do you know? <laughs> this is my question. Can
1: we trust the people and Scam Scamwatch? How do we know? Brad, here are the, here are the scams you're going to want to concentrate on. Top 10 scams by amount lost. Investment scams. Almost $30 million last year. Dating and romance scams, nearly 20 million. That's
0: what I want to get it on.
1: (laughs) See, most people will say, hey, I have an idea for an investment plan. I have an idea for a new product. I'm going to break out into this field worth billions. Friend, strike that, reverse it. You want to do a scam? You're going to enter in a scam uh, uh, like uh, scheme that has the ceiling of twenty million dollars. You are gonna go with on a dating and romance scam. <laughs>
0: listen, I like that's. Listen, here is the thing: dating and romance scam. I feel I like, those have got to be criminally underreported because here is the oh, thing: yeah. like, like if you get, if you find yourself being in in a love con, um, then. There's the humiliation aspect. Like, you're not, you may not report it because, oh my gosh, I was swindled and my heart is broken and I'm humiliated. Like, people are getting away with that more than is reported, surely. Oh, yeah.
1: It's it's worth noting that in Australia, at least, investment scams and dating romance scams outpace all other scams by a huge order of magnitude. Oh, then we have business, employment, investment scams, upfront payment and advance fee f- uh, frauds. Other buying and selling scams. Inherited scams. False billing scams. Remote false access billing. scams. That's false billing. Hmm.
2: Hmm.
1: Betting and sports investment scams. What is a sport invest... Nigerian scams.
0: All I love of these, Nigerian scams. Yeah. Category. <laughs> still making it. Still
1: making it. Nigeria. $1,600,000 in Nigerian scams last year.
0: I feel like investment scams... Like anywhere you're getting around business. Like you're getting around... Because the thing you've got to worry about... Listen, uh, you've got to be careful scam, scamming people with money. Because people mm-hmm. with money can fight back. Yep. Like, And people with money matter more. Because we live in a capitalist world. So they have, they are more important. Um, they count more. They're more people than we are. Their vote oh, yeah. counts more. Everything about them counts more. <laughs> so they also get more justice. And are less likely to be murdered in a hallway by a police officer. Um, oh. So
1: uh brad top 10 scams in australia by reports mm. i'm gonna give you the top th- five fishing scams are the top mm. then followed by identity theft false billing again hey two out of three i've got I've, I've, I've gotten hit by two out of three of those have you unexpectedly won the lottery or a prize no okay well you're not only and the other one is just like a miscellaneous i can't even win a fake lottery here. here's the delivery methods for scams be alert you're going to get scammed on your phone far more than you're going to get scanned by text message apparently. Yeah, don't don't answer phone calls. If you don't know the number, let it go to voicemail. If what? you want to scam people, huh? Yes. The amount lost to a phone call was $25 million. Followed by email 16 million. Wow. Oh. Then social networking 14 million. Internet all of these things are on the internet. What the fuck are you talking about? 13 million, that should be all of them. The internet should be the most. Um, so those are the three methods, choice I'm, methods.
0: I'm going back to my plan of like going to like rich neighborhoods and then just setting like, because um, in Tinder, you can um, set like the geographical area to like within like a five mile radius. I'm just going to go to really rich areas and then just like set that geographic area as small as possible and see what happens.
1: <laughs> all right. Really quick, age groups. This is where we need you people at home to listen to see if you're winning or losing at scams. If you are in, if you are under the age of 18, congratulations. You've only lost $97,000 in Australia over the last year. If you're between 18 and 24, as a collective group, you've lost $1,500,000. 25 to 34, Brad? Huh? Listen, we lost as a group $5,496,000. 30, I just want
0: to take that back. That's all I'm trying to
1: do. When do we back. get? When do we get that money back?
0: Seriously?
1: Thirty-five to forty-four. You people lost. How did you lose nine million six hundred thousand dollars?
0: Well, a hey, they have, they have more money to lose as well. That's another True. thing You've got a factor in here.
1: Well, I mean, it does just go up. Forty-five yeah. to fifty-four. You people just gave away fifteen million dollars. But the people who lost the most money in 2017 were 55 to 64. You poor suckers. Uh, I mean, come on. That's like, that's
0: the case of A, they have more money because like they're old and they've Mm -hmm. got the money. Um, And
1: B, they're old. $20 million followed by over 65, 15 million. If you're trying to scam someone, that sweet spot is 45 and up guys help me come up with a
0: scam i gotta take my money back
1: hmm men have lost more than women
0: of course of course a they have more because um the fucking patriarchy but b <laughs> dudes are dudes will fall for it
1: yeah but women report more scams than men
0: because yeah because uh, yeah, you get scammed you get embarrassed
1: um, in Australia, they break down like geographical location, Brad, for where oh. the most scams happen.
0: Ah, but the uh, question is now: those that's again these are the most reported, so that's where they're most aware of the scams. I gotta go. I gotta. I gotta try to fucking figure out where can I go to get the most money. Um, we
1: need. We need this report from the I United States yeah we need this report for the united states
0: yeah we do i i need guys if anyone has any any scam advice for me um i'm I'm open because i i want the american dream
1: brad um i'm sorry our our um i guess offshoot into australian scam statistics halted our discussion on dirty john please continue
0: Oh, no, that was, I I just, I really wanted to just talk about scams. Oh, you just
1: wanted to get in on the scam game.
0: I just wanted to talk about scams and how I can live a scam life. So what was,
1: what was his scam? I mean, well, because, like, he pretended like he
0: was this, like, he was this doctor and that, like, he had, like, these houses. And in reality, he had nothing. He was just, like, a poor guy with a pair of scrubs, (laughs) like... (laughs) <laughs> like he's like living with this woman that he convinces to marry him in four months and like he's he's like sitting around playing video games all day and she thinks he has a job like I mean
1: how do you how do, how how is someone this susceptible to this
0: cause the thing is like I I'm, I I'm not a drug addict I'm never gonna be a drug addict like I'm I, I just I like I casual <laughs> scam is what I'd like to get on I would just like a casual scam scenario.
1: I don't even think you need a casual scam scenario, friend. I think you just need um, to get into a situation where, uh, yeah, someone just, what would you call that? Throughout history, it's been different things. You need like a benefactor. Someone to be like, hey, Brad, here's just a bunch of money. Do whatever the hell you want.
0: I need a wealthy benefactor.
1: You need a wealthy benefactor.
0: Oh, guys, it's the holiday season. Uh, the yeah. Season of giving. The season of giving, not the season of take, 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 taking. So maybe think about someone besides yourselves and give, 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 give.
1: Do you know someone who is super rich and also wants to help out someone nah. who's creative, who's an artist, mm-hmm. um, who's given you? Unless you're a new listener. Endless hours of entertainment.
0: Hey, those endless hours are there, whether you're new or an old-time listener.
1: Hey, does this person who's super wealthy and want to be Brad's benefactor kind of want to do it in a kooky way? Uh, let them in on it and let Brad think that he's uh, low-level scamming them, when in actuality, it's all with a wink. They're like, I know what he's doing. It's fine. I, I just like to, I like to you be know a that part of like it. Sounds like the
0: best of all worlds, because then like I get the fun of, of pretending to be a
1: scammer. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not scamming I, anybody. They feel good because they're helping out the world by helping you. Because how much? Think of what you'd be able to do if you didn't have to do anything all day, but what you wanted to do. Yeah, I just. I mean, need, that's the journey we go for, right? I, I just need
0: a house and a cute dog. Like, I like I. That's all. That's all. That's all I'm asking for. I just need a house and a cute dog.
1: Could that Could that house be um, the garage house of a large estate?
0: Sure. I need. Uh, I wait, let me let me clarify. I need to be debt free. Okay. Have a have a nice clean place to live.
1: Okay. Going. I can already tell you. So on the island that Emily's parents own property, Kiowa, there's a lot of giant houses on the beach that have like huge, like uh, garage houses or like houses to the side. Uh huh. That are as big as my house is.
0: That, that and like comparison,
1: wh- what if you could get in on a thing where you go around and somehow? I was some of these houses are so expensive they have like a board of trustees to like oversee the house, which is interesting. What in if you can get in on that?
2: Here. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> you should get in on that. You could just yeah, just live in these houses when no one's there and just take care of them. Yeah. I what about lie- what happened to the old timey groundskeeper? I can be an old-timey groundskeeper. A dog helping you just take care of a house for, like, what, four hours of the day? Grounds don't take that much keeping up after no. the first two weeks.
0: I'll, I'll, I, hey, I'll, how about how about I have some uh, fresh baking going on? The house will always smell like uh, fresh-baked goods.
2: Huh? Huh? Mm.
1: You know, I thought I trusted Brad, and he was always making baked goods. But he would go to the store and buy the cookies and put them on a plate, and he just sprayed the smell of fresh cooking throughout the house. Oh bullshit! If I if I had the
0: if I had the time and funds, and I could just like if I could just bake and hang out with a cute dog,
1: I don't I can't imagine a better life. Dude, that's a YouTube channel. Like, that's a viral YouTube channel. Hey, what's up? I today we're I'm gonna be cooking with this dog. He's gonna try the food that I make. Uh, today we're gonna try something like crazy awesome and I'm like gonna, a, a little bit hard rich baking for dogs. There you go, That's dog I'm
0: baker. You're rich and also scamming. Also gonna be scamming. So watch <laughs> out <laughs>
1: <laughs> while stealing valor. Oh, so you're saying that the next. Serial off um, One of the best
0: things Dirty John did was he stole Valor He also pretended to be like a military doctor
1: Wow So there was no end to his
0: Oh just uh, buckets of schemes
1: Schemes and lies upon lies um... The weirdest part Because I've listened to the, like, the first episode Is how much This woman just is like you know what I don't care I don't care that my daughter is really suspicious of this guy And is asking all the right questions And I don't care that I'm rushing into this uh, which is odd, given the fact that I'm su- supposedly started my own business that's successful. Like, how are these people susceptible to scams? I don't get I, it.
0: I mean, that whole family is super weird. Like, there's like, there are a lot of questions there. But, I, yeah, I... Listen, I just want to live a scam life. I think, <laughs> I think it would be fun. I think it would be... I think it would be... I think I could be... I could, I could do it. I could do it. I think. Yeah. Like...
1: I'm trying to think of, like, the extra it's, kicker.
0: It's so weird, though. Like, how do you, like, fucking... How does it come into your mind, okay, I'm gonna pretend to be this person that I am very much not even close to,
1: um,
0: and I'm just gonna, like, that's gonna be my life. Like, how do you how do you live a scam life?
1: How do you maintain that? Like, I, mean, I, I wonder...
0: It sounds fun,
1: but I don't know how you do it. Are you just in character all the time? Or do you... Or is it, like television where you basically typecast yourself it's like okay i'm gonna play a doctor and it's he's he's me it's just i'm also a doctor um
0: but i mean and how do you do that and have a drug addiction problem because i think that's that's where these scammers get uh, tricked up like mm. they got this uh, they get this crazy drug problem going on i mean i'm not gonna have a drug problem so like i think that already puts me ahead of old dirty john in the ability to scam
1: the con- the idea that someone who's addicted to drugs in a way that's detrimental to themselves, that that is maybe a cause to spur them to take on the scam life is interesting. Wow. Because drug addiction is a serious thing. And if you're pretty far gone, the fact that someone can bring themselves together enough to fool someone else into believing a lie is interesting (laughs) i mean
0: is it just the desperation of of for need for the drugs
1: that gets you to this place because does that mean we could all be scammers like we just need the motivation brad what's the real difference between a scammer i mean our concept of identity and who we are self-identity i mean people change throughout their lives sometimes i guess i mean who's scamming who what is the scam
0: but to target it,
1: to target it—that's that's, that's, that's the, thing. the thing. Targeting it and malicious and using it in a malicious way is scamming. I mean, that's what we call the scam. What kind of scam do you want to try first? Obviously, the financial scam could get you in trouble. I yeah, think the love scam is the only one you can do and not no, get no, love in trouble. Scam. I'm
0: though. all about love scam. Like that's the way to go. That's that's the way but to what go. If,
1: but what if you get caught in the con friend? What if you get caught in the love con and you find love? I right, right. well then then win win like yeah it's like the best thing in the man. world.
0: Then Robert Loges, my father, like it's great, like it's awesome. I do base all of this on the movie *Opportunity Knocks, obviously.
2: <laughs>
0: great film, great
1: film. You keep us posted on that scam life, Brad. If anyone I has like any ideas for reports. my scam
0: life or my scam scenario, please let us know.
1: Um, I say turn it into a rea- turn into like a reality, sh- uh, like show, like stream it on uh, something.
0: If it becomes a reality show. That means there's an endpoint, and there's not going to be an endpoint. It's called a scam life. No, no, not not a not a scam season.
1: Scam life. But who's A-life. to say? But as we've already discussed, some of these scams have like a cutoff date, just inherently built into them.
0: Mine, mine's a scam life. I'm okay, gonna, I'm gonna die. They're gonna be like, "Hey, turns out that whole thing was a scam. He was a scam the whole time."
1: He was a scam the entire time. He had this whole other life. He was a uh, co-host on a podcast called Ramjack.
0: (laughs) Huh, who knew? He got tired of being scammed by others, decided to scam back. (laughs) Turns out he hated capitalism. What? He was going on to all these uh, uh, rich society uh, events uh, with his rich wife and talking about uh, uh, how much they needed tax cuts and how much he loved money.
1: Turns out he hated capitalism. Impossible. Not Archibald. That's not the man I knew. (laughs) Well, he was a Uh, scam. He was scamming you. I'm Alex. I knew about it.
0: (laughs) The only thing that wasn't a scam was his love for that adorable uh, miniature gold noodle whose name was actually Cromwell, by the way.
1: Brad I'm, I'm with you you got to get in on the scam life you got to oh. um, not not to, to jump topics really not to jump back to this but I kind of want to really quick sure. um, so when Netflix dropped that report we talked about earlier in the show around that they also brought up some other statistics which is kind of weird um, apparently someone <laughs> watched the Pirates of the Karen movie every day of the year last year. Like, nice. up until they released the report, someone streamed the Pirates of the Caribbean movie for 365 days straight.
0: But, I mean, again, that may just be like going to sleep scenario. Why would
1: you put on Pirates of the Caribbean every night when you go to sleep?
0: I mean, it's, it's a weird choice, um, because, again, my complaint with that movie um, is that the soundtrack is way too loud. Um, like, it's just, it's, it's an obnoxiously loud movie. I mean, it's terrible, but it's also just too loud. Like, it's too noisy. Um, but I mean, when uh, when I'm putting something on, like at, at night, like it's it's something that that I've seen uh before, um, and I'll often like watch play the same thing over and over again. I've been playing the uh, uh, Rift Tracks uh, Holiday Short Special, um, like pretty regularly,
1: and I just leave it on repeat all night. But you'll switch it up after a month or a week or two. Maybe. 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 Um. The only other person who could rival the, the Pirates of the Caribbean super fan was someone in Canada who watched the third Lord of the Rings movie 361 times in a year. That's that's impossible.
0: I mean, but there's also a chance that maybe this is like I don't know. Maybe this is like a like it's just a person with an with an issue, or maybe there's like a level of autism or something going on. Like some reason, there could be a reason for this.
1: I mean, that's that's not untrue. Um, I'd like to think it's someone who's just really into fantasy and is living a scam life like you want to, Brad, and they just have to keep up the ruse by like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Watching Lord of the Rings again. Sam Weiss is going to get him this time and just not really watching it. Um, something else Netflix did um, on their Twitter account. Um, they said this on December 10th. To the 53 people who've watched A Christmas Prince every day for the past 18 days... Who hurt you? <laughs> Christmas Prince, of course, being the uh, Hallmark movie channel-inspired Christmas movie that me and my wife watched together, and it has better production values and a much better story than a Hallmark movie, and it was actually pretty delightful in its own way, and silly and ridiculous.
0: How many times have you watched it?
1: In the last 18 days? Mm-hmm. Um, Well, I... What do you mean by how many times have I watched it? I
0: mean how many times have you pressed that play button?
1: It's interesting. You don't if you go to the end of it and then hey, tell it to start over if you pause it, you don't technically have to hit the play button again. Oh, you can just okay. live in a cycle of uh, the dream that is a Christmas prince. Just living that Christmas Prince life. My question your my question to you, Brad, is who do you think I identify with most in the Christmas print? <laughs> <laughs> why am I watching it over and over again uh, obviously I'm the prince obviously I want to live that prince life I mean isn't royalty a scam in its own right
0: uh, yeah absolutely
1: the first scammers <laughs> were were the super rich royal people who's in charge here oh I'm in charge
0: <laughs> who's in charge next my kid
1: oh okay well, you seem to be commanding an authority here, and, um... Okay, yeah. I guess you're it. Hey, this is the king, everyone. Or this is the queen. This is our Christmas prince. Hooray! It's
0: all a scam, Alex. It's all a scam. I'm Everything's re- a scam!
1: Everything has been revealed to me in this episode of Ramjack, and it is all a scam. <laughs> what are your plans for the, um... You mentioned something about Star Wars earlier. What are your plans to see it? The
0: current plan, hopefully, um... Is a
1: Thursday night. I'm going to jet out and see the new Star Wars film. Nice. Hopefully it's good.
3: Hopefully. Oh, no. What if it's bad? Oh, no.
1: What could be bad about it? I mean, a lot. I hope they just go nuts with it. I hope they just, like, just go completely crazy. I want,
2: uh... What does that I mean? I want...
1: I want Kylo Ren and I want uh, Ray to join forces and make their own Jedi group that's not like Sith or normal Jedi, Jedi and just beat the shit out of it. Like, Snoke, kill him. Luke, kill him.
2: Oh my god. Do you
0: think we'll find out who Snoke is?
1: I think Snoke should pull off a mask and be someone that, like, underneath a mask. Like, he's not really, like, disfigured. I wanted to pull off a mask and, like, the cloak falls down and it's three Ewoks. I mean, like, this is what you get for fucking up our planet at the end of that. When you blew up the second Death Star. That's why we blew up those other planets.
0: I hope it's Chewbacca Sun Lumpy.
1: <laughs> and then there's just like a two-minute... <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then they have... Then CGI uh,
1: P.O.T.E.R. comes out.
0: <laughs> and sings the song.
1: If there isn't a CGI B. Arthur at least serving someone something and like in a weird quasi-cantina scene, then this movie has already failed. Uh thank you very much.
0: Just one more drink, friends. Oh.
1: I mean, that Christmas special is crazy in its own right. But every year I still listen to the Star Wars holiday Christmas album. <sighs> I don't know why, I just always go back to it, because it's just ridiculous enough, but it's also endearing. I think it's just beautiful.
0: I should, put, I should put that at the end of this episode.
1: Maybe in this new Star Wars movie, Leia goes crazy and just like, you know what? Fuck it. And just starts, Han's dead. My son is an evil Jedi thing now. What am I fighting for?
0: What if she's fucking a pig bitch? <laughs>
1: She has a relationship with that. Like we just see one of them now free from Java's palace, and everyone's like, "What's this? Oh, this is your new stepdad." What? Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, Are they immortal? I (laughs) you.
1: They speak like whatever our language is.
0: I mean, we mostly keep to ourselves,
2: but you know.
1: He's like a a nice. He's got like a nice, uh, let's say, a turtleneck sweater on and some slacks.
2: Yes, I (laughs) guess.
1: He's just playing with their little whatever those little uh, seal dog things are. That's how he keeps them. Like it's one of his things like he's just like, "Hey, I raised these creatures." Like he's a nice, gentle soul. <laughs>
0: now I now want to do I wanted to be uh, I want to be um, Sean Aston in Stranger Things now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Just one of those type of that's Leia's new like love interest. <laughs> so,
0: are uh, like, you guys uh, like, making a map of the, of the new Death Star? <laughs>
1: oh, that's cool. <laughs> you know what you're missing. <laughs> I mean, that would be perfect. We find out that Rey is either, like, Luke's daughter or Leia's daughter or something. She's lost her memory. But the real reveal is her having to deal with her stepdad. (laughs) Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm your daughter? Yeah, and this is your stepfather. Immediately. Hey! (laughs) Howdy! I hear you're going to take on the First Order. I I support you. I'm just here to say hello. Your mother speaks highly of you. Brought some snickerdoodles. (laughs) He's he's like that. Isn't he just the greatest? It's a scam. It's a scam. <laughs> it's a scam. <laughs> it's a
2: scam.
1: How many scams are going to be in real. the new Star Wars? Movie?
2: Ah!
1: <laughs> I want there to, I want a scam count. When I'm watching the Star Wars movie this weekend, Brad, I'm going to have a, an internal scam count in my head. And after it, I want to, like, go on Instagram or Twitter and tell you specifically, Hey, friend, these are how many scams I counted. Did you count more?
0: I'll, I'll, I'll count. I'll, Thursday night, I'll count my scams. And then uh, you let me know, and we'll make sure we got the same scam number.
1: We got to be more vigilant on these scams. If if you are going to become a scam artist, then you, you're going to need help. And I'm here to help you, friend, to learn. Now, whether or not, I, I don't know if I can participate in the scam I, I'm not one of those people listen,
0: listen friend I may need help at some point I <sighs> need to need somebody to verify my story okay That's, yeah, you might have to say oh yeah definitely he's yeah, oh, yeah. he's definitely a four-star general
1: I can verify that story stories can be fiction or um he was know, in true. Kandahar yeah yeah true. totally Brad never stolen valor in his life who's yeah. asking? Who's asking? I
0: was just asking. Do you know anything about his military service? I didn't ask about stolen valor.
1: You know what? I hate people who steal valor. That's like the lowest of the low.
0: Oh, of course, of course. We yeah, definitely, we can definitely agree to that. Terrible crime.
1: Yeah, I, I, I can testify to Brad's story, but I won't. I won't put it in quotation marks like I just did. Or <laughs> say it weird. I won't. Brad, I'm gonna need help. I'm gonna need oh, practice boy. before I can start oh, like vouching for it? you on these Let's,
0: scams. All right, it's cool. It's cool. Um, listen, I'm going to help you be prepared to help me be a scam artist. We're just going to, you're going to have to go through some training and I can help you with that. I'm like certified in helping people. Um, it's pretty cheap. Uh um, Oh, it's, it's, it's going to cost you about $500 a class. Well, that's how many classes
1: are there?
3: Oh,
0: um, I mean, level one, level one, you only have to do two classes and then like you move on to the next certificate level. <laughs> Oh, there's a certificate level. Uh, well, I mean, if you know, it depends on how far you want to go. That's up to you, really.
1: <laughs> to the top, baby. Well,
0: well you know, hey, be... we'll get you there. We'll get you there, absolutely.
1: Pretty well, soon, can, you. Can, yeah, can... You too could be a reigning monarch of a country.
0: I just, I I just need that that five hundred dollars for that first class, and then we'll we'll move on from there.
1: <laughs> Please. <me>. <laughs> Try my scams. Are are you ready to talk about love boat <sighs> love boat i mean is anyone ever
0: really ready to talk about love Boat?
1: <laughs> um who's summarizing this i thought it was you but now that i think about it you we both summarized episodes of the dr quinn episode but then we did the last dr quinn episode i'm sorry what on the two-parter Oh wait! I guess we did do one. We did
0: another
1: one. That would have been me because I'm the one who summarizes the first Doctor Quinn episode. Ah, okay. So that would have been you. That would have been me. That would have been you.
0: Ah. All right, friends, it's time. It's that super, super special time of the holiday season where we check in with all of our dearest, dearest friends on the Love Boat.
1: Brad is going to have a minute to summarize this episode to the best of his abilities to be a Braveheart. He can fail. He can do it in less than 55 seconds and become a chump. He can do it. Or he can go over a minute and basically have just forgotten everything that we stand for as a show. If he gets between 55 to a minute, we'll give it to him as a win. But he's looking for Braveheart status, and I think that he can come through for us on this The high holiday times. Brad, how do you prepare for this?
0: Oh boy. Um, There's a lot a lot a lot of stuff to talk about. Alright. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just do it. Let's do it. I'll scam my way through
1: it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, this is the first test of your scam uh your scammery chops. Let me get some time on the clock for you. Alright, on go. Three, two, one,
0: and go. Guys, it's the holiday cruise and Oh, we got a bunch of fun uh, uh, guests this week. Uh, Who we got? We got fucking uh, Marsha Brady with her husband, evil Donnie Osmond, because he's got a weird beard. I don't like it. Um, who else is there? A bunch of nuns with like uh, some like orphan kids that they've forced into being a choir, except one of them has a sore throat, which forced them to cancel their world tour or whatever, and they don't have any money, and when they get home, nobody except the people on this boat go to even watch them perform, so I don't know how great this world tour was supposed to be. Um, I don't get it. Um, but also, there's Mickey Rooney, who's a fucking angel. There's also couple of scam artists trying to smuggle gold <laughs> Be <being> done. <laughs> um, but Mickey Rooney is an angel, um, doing weird angel shit. He's really creepy. Um, his main goal seems to be to keep a terrible couple together, uh, Donny Osmond and Marsha Brady, um, and they end up adopting the kid that had issues with his throat or whatever.
1: That's the app.
2: One minute! <laughs> um...
1: Very admirable, friend. I'm glad you were able to pull that through. So, there's
0: uh, so much more to talk about. Like, there's so
2: much happening.
1: Let's start at the beginning. Love Boat starts with just uh, a roll of the special guest stars. Yeah. We don't see a logo. I, we don't really understand the show. All we're seeing are people's portraits inside what looks like a porthole, and it's just like, oh, hey, here's our special guest this week
0: yeah our our slew we gotta get through our slew of special guest actors before we even like get to our main cast so uh, like we were like off the bat we're already talking about Henry Gibson whom he's been in like everything um uh he's one of the scammers we got Marie McCormick, um uh, Marsha Brady uh we got evil Donny Osmond
1: who looks like such a fucking creep I mean he is a fucking creep in this. I mean, it's Donny Osmond, so, yeah. But his character, I... Pfft. Oh, that beard. That beard. So creepy. I know, you know some people thought, like, hey, we're gonna give him a non-clean, like, shaven... We're, we're just gonna let him grow out his beard. To see what ladies think. Maybe gonna, they like a rough Donny.
0: He's gonna stretch himself as an actor. He's gonna be a bad guy. He's gonna have a bad boy beard. Um, <laughs> not buying it. Um, also, we got Mickey Rooney, who... Like, even in just this, like, opening little porthole, it already looks like an insane person. Um, apparently Teresa Wright, I don't know who she is. I guess she's one of the nuns? Um.
1: Yeah, is she the one that sings? Because there's one nun they ask to sing because the one kid has been stricken. He'll he'll never speak again without the help of divine intervention. Yeah. And Um. we focus on her for way too long to be like, who the fuck is this nun? Yeah
0: also Kenan Wynn who's another guy he's the other scammer whom has like been in everything like yeah,
1: looks super familiar I will give it to Love Boat well before this episode even starts on the YouTube uh, video that Brad specifically sent us we see the tail end of another episode where Darren Stevens number two the scamming Darren (laughs) (laughs) Stevens from Bewitched I don't know how that happened um but Samantha watch out He's like a vicar, like another, like yeah. another religious person with a bunch of kids,
0: a bunch of scamming kids um, Yeah, um, that have like uh, somehow gotten their hands on a bottle of champagne they give to the cap and, um, and they're like, Hey, how'd you get this? Uh, and then you see some kids, uh, um, you see a couple of kids, <laughs> um, one atop each other's shoulder in a trench coat. Everyone's favorite scam. Oh yeah. <laughs> Most beloved scam um yeah so that's that's an episode i would i would also like to i would like to see at some point
1: <laughs> oh um, definitely but that's but, the previous episode we got a whole bunch of new kids in this one but yeah. i guess how do we want to unravel this brand well, how do we want it to start I just,
0: i'm I'm, just, I'm still going through the credits because i don't want to oh yeah get
1: through everything sorry i'm so uh, sorry
0: but uh i just want to talk about our crew for a second because we got um as our captain of course is gavin mcleod old friend of the podcast old friend of the podcast it's been so long since he changed time with us. <laughs>
1: <laughs> time changer.
0: Oh, it's good to see him again. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the loveboat caption, like the uh, um the opening credits, like and just the way they introduce people, like as your captain, uh, Bernie Capel, as your ship's doctor.
1: <laughs> that ship's doctor's weird. Fred
0: Grandy as your yeoman purser. <laughs> Okay. Cool. I I'm guess. sorry. My what?
1: Okay. Uh, Ted Lang
0: is your bartender. The best. I mean, and then Vicky. Like Vicky. Who the fuck's Vicky?
1: <laughs> She's a stowaway. Yeah. It's, so what's what's the appeal of the love boat? Uh,
0: what's the appeal it's, of the love boat? I mean, I- exciting and new. Come aboard. They're expecting you, Alex.
1: I but it's, I I the pitch for this was how about we get a crew,
0: uh-huh.
1: on on a on a cruise ship uh-huh. and we'll just follow the misadventures of the people who get onto the cruise ship.
0: Yeah, every week we just have guest stars coming in. Um, we follow their little adventures on a boat, and then we get rid of them.
1: <laughs> There's a lot of like scenes of I what's the ship called? The Princess.
0: The uh, Pacific Princess.
1: The Pacific Princess. We see scenes of it, like, this anchor will come up from the bottom, scrub from the bottom of the screen, and then it'll introduce the cast of characters, but it'll scroll up, and we'll have a scene of the Pacific princess, like, just chugging along. One of them shows her close to an iceberg, and I'm like, yes. uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Love
0: boat. Ah, soon we'll be making another
1: Iceberg dead ahead. Iceberg. Full turn to the right. <laughs> um so it's the beginning of the episode and they're decorating the ship for a Christmas cruise. Ah. So these people never have a break. There was no. no love boat, let's take a break and like, we're actually going to go on vacation in Hawaii, or like, it's love boat in New York, and everyone's off the ship just doing their own thing. I don't Every... think so. so. these people live, not only are they on the cruise ship, but they've dedicated their lives to just being on it and helping people.
0: Well, that's, that's working on a cruise ship. That's, I mean, we know people that have worked on cruise ships.
1: But through the holidays? Yeah, that's when people go on cruises just seems weird to me wow, that Alex, you would go on you, you don't you don't live in a tourist destination <laughs> um i typed in best cri- i've typed in christmas cruises of 2017 and yes everyone has yeah that's when
0: people go on cruises that's also when they go to disney world like like yeah
1: why would you spend christmas on a cruise ship that's so strange to me because that's, it's what
0: people do. They they go on a they hey the family we're, this year for Christmas we're going on a cruise. It's it's the gift the gift is in the the trip. Like,
1: all right, I mean I, I it exists. I'm seeing it in front of my eyes <laughs> Alex, now. I, this is
0: the most normal sounding thing in the world to me. I don't.
1: I don't. I don't. I not to me. Not to me, friend. I mean but it's that's like fine. any other
0: Christmas vacation. Like people people go places for for Christmas like. Uh, again, uh, Disney World, <laughs> Universal, it's like,
1: we're gonna go to Disney, yay, it's Christmas, I get that, because that's like a destination thing, the concept of being on a cruise ship during Christmas, to me sounds strange, I mean, it's no different than going to a cabin in the woods or something, well, and being people- with your family, but you're just in a cruise ship, I guess, but that's a cabin. vacation
0: i mean yeah that's what you put on. people go on a cruise for a vacation like why wouldn't they go during the holiday if you like going on cruises like christmas cruise the way to go
1: i guess the concept of going on a cruise is is something that's alien enough to me where i'm like eh so the the idea that it might get um i guess that you would append a christmas to it or like a halloween cruise okay a halloween cruise doesn't actually sound too bad because at least that's a holiday I can get behind where a cruise ship be like, Alright, well this is just Halloween. Christmas has a special thing to it? Like, I I don't... Could Ramjack do a holiday cruise? Like a Christmas cruise? A solstice cruise? I Sure.
0: Sure. And if any wealthy benefactors want to help make that happen, uh, please get in touch.
1: Hey, we're going to cover all of Love Boat from a cruise ship. Thanks to one wealthy benefactor. Or a few.
0: If there's wealthy benefactors out there that would like to dictate our programming... Feel free, like drop us some dollars. We'll watch whatever the fuck you want.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's that easy?
0: Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, yeah. I. Mean, I. I am fascinated by the idea of a cruise, like just as a, as a freak show element that I. I think oh yeah. I would. I think I would enjoy. Like in a I weird, think you would... like
1: distant sort of way. As long as you didn't get seasick on it, I think you would be more than fine.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't think I would get seasick. I mean, who knows? But. I doubt I would.
1: Yeah, I think you'd be okay. Yeah. I just...
0: It's it's such a weird thing.
1: Um, Yeah, let's leisurely go on a hotel that's floating on the ocean. Right. Go from destination to destination, get off for like a few hours or a day or two, and then go back out to sea. Oh. There's something old time... I mean, it's like the oldest form of... Like, I would say long distance transportation that we've made because it's the only thing that made us traverse the sea originally. So, there's yeah. an appeal to that. It's the same way that I would like to take a train ride.
2: Yeah. Except
1: yeah. a train ride seems more safe and there's no there's no pirate. And Johnny Depp isn't going to run up with a black pearl on my cruise ship. Not that like I have a fear of modern pirates per yeah, se, I, but, but.
0: I think mean, you have know, an unnecessary fear of pirates. I feel like. I feel like. Uh, I mean, uh, the only thing that I feel unsafe about uh, a cruise ship is just the like um like the the sanitation level and the, the oh, bacteria yes. um like that's the only thing that concerns me uh, but i re-
1: hasn't everyone we've known who've been who's been on cruise jonathan included obviously friend of the show um co-host from time to time have always talked about the sanitation problems on yeah. the ship
0: yeah and just everybody getting sick because you're like you're all just trapped together like it's all just spreads and festers and it's like ugh. Ugh, don't like that. Don't like that. But I yeah. mean, that's that's everywhere as well. That's just, that just happens to be a closed environment, so it's hard to escape.
1: Very true. Um, I wonder if they ever tackle that on the Love Boat. Surely uh, they do. Yeah, but... sure,
0: surely, surely. I mean, one of the major characters is, is the ship's doctor. So, so I was so confused when this episode started because I thought because. Mickey Rooney's just there, like, greeting people. And I'm like, yeah. Wait, is he is he part of the crew for this episode?
1: I had the same feeling, friend.
0: And then I thought, Oh, he's like the grandfather of this of a big family that's all going on the cruise together and I thought like Donny Osmond was his son.
1: Like, also it, a, not far fetched. I mean I could see that happening.
0: Yeah. I thought, like, everybody getting on board, like, he had a huge family. It's like, hey, everybody, hey, hey, welcome aboard, welcome aboard. Oh, because it's his family. Okay, he's grandpa. Um, Donny Osmond's his wayward, like, evil son. Cool. Makes sense. No, he's just a dude. By a dude, I mean an angel. But whatever.
1: <laughs> Which is super weird. Like, I didn't even pick up on it that he was an angel. I don't know what it is, but, I mean, obviously, and... In- my age right now i'm so far removed from Ju- the judeo-christian worldview that my first thought was oh he's some sort of godlike Christ-. like like i didn't think of an angel specifically Wait. i was like oh is he god like you didn't it- think
0: of angel when they said his name was
1: angelicus dominicus no i was just like whatever <laughs> <laughs> skipped right over that okay part of me was part of me thought of is this like a crossover with Star Trek? Is is this a cue? Like like the concept of angel like even with blatant words was just like, eh, Okay. I wasn't nice. sure they'd take that spiritual like tone with it. Like I wasn't I just don't know love both that well.
0: Well, I mean, Gavin McCloud's involved. Alex, you should you should have you should have been ready.
1: <laughs> I didn't tell you why you were an angel. Why it mattered. Um so um yeah, Andy Rooney or Mickey Yeah. Um, the angel guy is just greeting people, and it's weird. Super weird. He he jokes with the crew enough to where y- you think that he is part of the crew.
0: Yeah. The only thing weirder than, like, how friendly he is with all the crew and everybody is how quickly Donny Osmond is just, like, talking shit about his wife. Oh, yeah. And that's why I thought it was, like, his dad or something, because he's like, Oh, I can't believe she's always late. Uh, how am I... My wife's always, yeah, she can't she's always working, stupid wife, with a stupid job. Hey guys, let me give you some advice. Never marry a woman with a career.
1: Whoa, Donnie. <laughs> Coming out pretty strong here.
0: Um, hey, Donnie Osmond, um, you married uh, fucking Marcia Brady. Like, don't be complaining, because you're Donnie Osmond, alright? Look <laughs> in the fucking mirror with your creep beard. <laughs> <laughs> you did quite
1: well for yourself. So, he goes over to, like, the boarding, like, tube, or whatever the fuck you're supposed to call that, and he says, come on! Like, he, like, motions for her to come through when she finally gets there, and yeah, it's Marsha Brady, uh, all grown up, um, and, like, Mickey Rooney leans over and says something like, hmm, that's a woman Lorth waiting for. Alright, Angel Commentary, who's just now immediately chums with the doctor who's kinda weird. Yeah. that's strange she apologizes she's like "Oh, I'm so sorry I'm late honey he's like this happens every time you always care about work more than me
0: I, I had to fucking I had to put the dogs in the kennel and uh, and so I was like I hope he meant take the dogs to the kennel and not like the dogs just aren't like locked up at home while they're on a fucking cruise <laughs> 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 like who's taking care of these dogs also why, why aren't you just like spending the holidays with your dogs you have you have dogs at home I'm going to some cute dogs Um, Why would you not be with your cute dogs?
1: Yeah, that seems weird. I don't... I don't like that initially it kind of seems like they're trying to do a gender role reversal for, like, the status of women being the one who always has to take care of everything and the husband staying away from work and having to work late.
0: I I don't think that's what they're doing at all. I I think they're just doing straight-up sexism.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I, I mean, I it it turns into that obviously at first that's what i thought i was like well this is uncomfortable and weird first off that doesn't work when you reverse it because john like uh johnny osmond it's- is an asshole like there's no way that's coming off like that yeah, I, you- I say it only for fleetingly i thought this for a second like no way they're gonna try that Thankfully, they didn't. Again, not equated with the show. This is my first... It's like, hello, yeah. Love Boat. How are you? I'm. You, you it's tried, asking me questions. You I'm tried asking me questions. to hope for
0: a better uh, reality than existed. You are like, oh, they're, they're trying to play this thing where it's the man that's at home waiting and she's out working. And oh, no, no, no. Oh, it's just sexism. Oh, okay. That oh, makes yeah. sense.
1: Oh, it's just blatant sexism. <laughs> yeah. So after that, we go to, um, I guess, the cruise ship lobby. And there's these two gold thieves. Yeah. What do you think their relationship together is? Because the one dude is an artisan who, like, can make... um, (laughs) He can basically smelt metal on board in his cabin and then, like, put it into these very well-crafted molds. Like, he's an... I guess that's part of it.
0: Yeah, like, he's... he, we, see, we see he has molds for a nativity set as well as sombreros. So I guess he's got all the angles covered.
1: I thought he made the molds. Which I I'm mean, like, maybe. dude, that's asking a lot from your cruise ship. Yeah. Anyway, he's, yeah.
0: So yeah, he, he's got like a giant suitcase and uh, uh, Mickey Rooney runs into him and the suitcase opens up. And oh, these bars of heavy, heavy gold uh, fall out. Um, but, like, gold isn't heavy. Like, it's... They got a lot of it.
1: This guy's just very weak hands.
0: (laughs) But, like, he says, like, oh, no, no, this is, this is, uh, we, we, we were from a novelty company. This is fake gold. It's actually lead painted to look like gold. Well, that would make sense because lead's really heavy, but, like, gold's much lighter than lead.
1: Yeah, yeah, weird, ain't it? Anyway, we'll be on our way. Later. None of it makes sense. So they just robbed like a, like a bank or some sort of like gold deposit. They're getting on the cruise ship to get out of town. Um, so and that's the only the thing other... they're gonna
0: worry about now is getting it through customs. Cool. I guess. All right. I mean. So um. Okay.
1: All right. So they the next group of people to get on the boat that is called out to us, and we're supposed to note. Is the group of nuns who are getting all the like a kids choir group on board? Yeah. They're all and, orphans.
0: And the thing is, they say, "Oh, we're so glad you you were able to take us," um, because apparently the the love boat had three cancellations. Um, so they were stranded in wherever the fuck they're at. Um, they were doing a world tour with this children's choir, um, but they got stranded because. The lead singer has a sore throat and can't perform, and they seemingly ran out of money? Like, what the fuck is happening?
1: There's a lot of weird stuff happening in this, friend. I don't. This is a
0: scam. This is a motherfucking scam, <laughs> because I'm not buying it.
1: I mean, yeah, there's a lot of scams going on.
0: I mean, the world tour with the singing orphans... <laughs> For world tour, um, you they're stationed in Acapulco. By the way, that's their home base, Acapulco. Um, mm-hmm. okay, cool. Um, all right, nuns, whatever.
1: Um, <laughs> you know, I'd really like to see the world. What should we do? Well, we got these orphans. Let's take them on a world tour.
0: Yeah, yeah, that'll work. Oh no, one of the orphans has a sore throat and can't sing. All of a sudden we don't have the money to get back to Acapulco? Where are you coming from? And how <laughs> did you get there? And where did your money go, nuns? Also, Cruises aren't um, cheap, man. You know what the you know what nuns should be able to do? They should be able to get home, because you know what the Vatican is a city made out of gold. <laughs>
1: Anyway, the tr- the orphans and the nuns getting on board give the gold thieves an idea. What they'll do is they'll find a way to give the nuns the gold because there's no way if someone in customs is going to like search a nun's suitcase. That's just unheard of. Why, why is that unheard of. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's just a, it's one of those it's one of those things you get as a nun. It's one of those privileges. Like no uh, one checks your bags. You're doing God's work. Scans.
0: Like Mother Teresa, noted fucking scam artist, piece of shit.
1: I mean nuns are scams on top of scams like that's yeah. who's scamming who and everyone's scamming Like, yeah it's so, a scam
0: life for sure
1: yeah so what they're gonna do is the guy making uh, the gold uh, who's melting down the gold and putting it into mold shapes so they can easily get it through customs was going to make them into golden sombreros which is stupid mm-hmm. um, no, but
0: what's, what's what's more reasonable than a golden sombrero <laughs>
1: I don't know anyway so they're like dude stop doing that that's weird um what we're gonna do instead is I want you to make golden nativity uh figures and then we'll give it to the nuns they'll sneak it off the boat through customs and then we'll just go collect it afterwards
0: other question where's the rest of the gold because we see this nativity set and it does not match the amount of gold that was in the
1: suitcase oh nowhere near the amount I thought they were gonna give them like many many different like nativity yeah uh, things not just one which they end up doing i mean they may have maybe it was written in the script and they realized oh we can't do this whatever um so that's their plan
0: it also seems like you could have just hidden those golden bars like in your clothes or something because uh, seemingly the customs check is they just um open your bag and take a peek and then you walk on your merry way Far or not yeah. if none.
1: strap them to your body walk around the ship you're gonna get fit in the few days it takes to get to port, and you're gonna be able to walk around like no big deal, like the weight isn't even added to you. Oh. That's it. Done. Walk out, take a gold bar, give it as a tip to the driver, and then just go on.
0: See, Alex, we're already better scammers than these scammers in this show. Why are we making scam dollars?
1: I just started scamming and I'm already better. <laughs>
0: Alex Does that you're make a natural born scammer? Does that you make pass... us when you get your certification, you're gonna be you're gonna
1: be an ace tier scammer. so by the way we find out that mickey rooney is an angel god thing mainly because he performs magic he's not on the manifest of a passengers but a wind picks up and everyone is kind of like distracted enough to where he gets the sheet and through magic puts his name on it um and he just walks around the ship doing angel things (laughs) Um. So the bartender's been trying to get in contact with his mom too, because it's something he always does on the holidays. Yeah, this was a weird thing too. I thought this. I
0: thought the the joke at the end of the episode was going to be the reason he can't get hold of her is because they're like trying to call each other at the exact same time. But no, he just can't get through. Apparently, his mom's just real popular. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> always on the phone. That's what happened back then.
0: I guess. I I just I love the bartender. He's 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 my favorite character. I think.
1: Oh Um, yeah, I like bartender too.
0: Also, can I just say that my the most lasting um, context I do have for Love Boat is the um, SNL sketch with Patrick Stewart, and they do Star Trek. um, They do Love Boat: The Next Generation. Awesome. Um, And Jordy is the bartender.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Of course, I guess.
0: Yeah. Um, it was—it was, it was a really t- It's a really good SNL sketch
1: Oh yeah well if it's imperfect This guy kind of has a Picard Like the captain has a Picard like look He yeah. has like the hair on the sides And silver and like the bald top Yeah that oh, was great um, So they're out on the promenade uh, Just chilling Hanging out Marsha and uh, Donnie come in They're kind of arguing um, The fashions up until this point Have just been crazy it's- Yeah
0: and Now we're seeing all the crazy 70s swimsuit fashions. Like,
3: all of them.
1: <laughs> yes. Everyone's got the swimsuit on. We, we didn't even talk about Mickey Rooney having, like, his, like, weird red plaid and green. Like, it's almost like he's trying to channel, like, a Santa Claus, even though he's an angel. It's super yeah. weird. Um, this is where Mickey Rooney also does some magic. So, Marsha and um, Donnie are out. They're sitting down. Mickey Rooney sits down with them. He's like, hey, what's up? Um, Mickey Rooney, for some reason decides that the beach ball that the orphans are uh, like throwing around he's going to intervene. He uses his magic to make the beach ball wildly deviate from what physics would allow it to yes. do. And it and it hits Marsha straight up.
0: It like, knocks it, her drink onto her.
1: Yeah. And she's like, oh no, my new cotton skirt. Oh, it's ruined. And she storms out and the little kid's like, oh no, I fucked up that woman's dress. I'm going to have to rip it. I'm gonna have to do something about this, and I guess that's the angel's idea of like I'm gonna introduce them so that ultimately maybe they can adopt this kid.
0: Yeah. Um. By the way, like this whole episode, like it makes it pretty clear early on, like you you get like okay, they're gonna end up adopting this kid, um,
1: but like they don't do it until like the last second of the episode. It but was they like, don't really. I, I don't, don't really think it adopted. They don't really adopt him at the end. Like yeah, they do. stuff like
0: will they say stuff? Oh yeah, like, they yeah.
1: I mean, we can go ahead and just talk about it because it's not spoiling anything. Mean, no. It's just what happens at the end of it. They decide to try out the kid, <laughs> yeah. Which it's just like their they're words gonna do like exactly.
0: A, they're gonna do like a weird um half fostering situation,
1: <laughs> yeah. It's just like, look, we're gonna see how it works. I mean, we both work, we're not gonna give up our careers, and you know, there's kids around now. But so, uh, now,
0: so what if, it, if it doesn't work, are you gonna ship him back to Acapulco or what? Well, how does dude, it work?
1: Given these people, why would you trust... I mean, these people are on the verge of divorce for good reasons.
0: Yeah, they don't belong together. They're bad. They're not good together. Donny Osmond is a monster. Um, we get in the scene, um, he's like, Hey, so, what have you thought about... How, what about children? And she's like, Oh, well, you know, I just don't know if I'm ready for children. You know, maybe someday if there's time.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh.
1: Like, who conned who in this, like, who, like, how did this not, how is this not a question within, like, the first couple of dates, or, you know, the first couple of months of your relationship? And
0: one of the things, like, as, like, one of the first things they're saying in this scene is, like, he's like, well, listen, she's like, well, hey, you like, you like having the extra money from my job. He's like, yeah, it was nice when we first got married, but now we don't need it. It's like, oh, so she was supporting him for a while while he was, like, uh, like, making no dollars, apparently.
1: I mean, also, what kind of weird mindset is it to say, now we don't need it? Like, is he making, like, seven figures? Is he making eight figures? Motherfucker, you always need more money. <laughs>
0: well, I, I think Always
1: this be- yeah. This,
0: this is another thing. Um, Alex, um, you know, in the 70s, it was still possible that one person could provide for a family. Um,
1: I'm not believing it for a second. Like, not believe it for a second
0: yeah that's uh, that's because uh, capitalism has, uh, um has completely redistributed the wealth and uh, uh, forced the people at the bottom to not be able to survive on two people salary uh, but that's not the way it always was There was a time when like a family could live off of one person's sal- one adult salary
1: like to where they could spend that extra money to just go on a random cruise to rekindle their love yeah this is the first vacation they've had in three years Brad. And you know what it's not thanks to? Capitalism run amok.
0: <laughs> Fuck capitalism. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. It's destroying us all. Never forget, we could live in a world where only one adult would have to work. And the others could <laughs> could raise children if they wanted to. Or work or not. Or pursue their passions.
1: Or hang out with cute dogs. And um, Imagine a world where no one has to scam to bake with their dog. with their With their friends. Imagine a world where everyone can do what they want and just live in peace and harmony forever, except for one motherfucker that has to work. According to Brad, that's what we're going for. Because you didn't say a family where one person has to work. You said one person has to work. Yeah. Who is that one person in the world that has to work? What is their job? <laughs> just
0: one person in the that's world. That's what I thought you yeah. said. I was like, wait that's-
1: a minute. What? <laughs> Obviously, that's not what you meant. But when you. Like like Taking it as that, I was like. Okay. One person. <laughs> one, one person has to one, work. Listen, we're gonna listen. I. Uh,
0: it's what we're doing is we're it, we're doing a magical curse, and one person is gonna do the work of everyone else in the world. But everyone and that else one is person fine. is gonna be. We're gonna sacrifice to the to the god of capitalism.
1: I don't even know if it's a sacrifice so much is Donny Osmond has made it clear in this episode that Marsha doesn't have to work. What he does is enough for the family. Why isn't it enough for the world? <laughs> Why can't Donny Osmond just work for all of us and we all stay ho- at our homes and do what we need to do to survive and just be us? Like, let's just do that. I like I, I just I, that, that book I read
0: on um, like the the history of uh, um, labor in America. Like that was just one of the things that was like really upsetting. Um, to think about, though, that like the whole like yeah, it was completely feasible that one one person worked.
1: Like, there's some weird, like, I mean, obviously in the 70s things were different. Like one person could work. Now in the 70s, though, one person working meant the the man in the family mainly right. worked. So there's some kind of, I mean, it's kind of a weird gender. Oh yeah, um, yeah, it's fucked up sexism there.
0: But the but if we could have.
1: Yeah, the econ- if the economics could have stayed without that, that would have been great. Don't know if we can get back there. Don't know. Don't know if we can get back there. Yeah,
0: we absolutely can. Uh, we just have to fucking uh, make the streets run red with the blood of the wealthy.
1: What Brad is advocating is run the red. The streets will run red with the blood of the wealthy. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders, I hope you've been preparing. Also, Donnie Osmond will work for the entire planet so that they can. Um, I, enjoy, it, enjoy it like a, a first world existence all over the globe
0: I think it, um, for the crime of his beard alone in this episode Donny Osmond should be forced to work for everyone else
1: I mean if this is what it takes for him to, and uh, Marsha to have kids I think he's going to be game for it I think we've just solved the world's problems Alpha Go zero hey get back to playing games Maybe you could play checkers or something. I don't know what you're going to tackle next. Do what
0: you like to do,
1: AlphaGo Zero. <laughs> Have a life of leisure. Donny Osmond's going to do your work now. Donny
2: he, Osmond.
0: Computers.
1: <laughs> so yeah, they're having a rough time. She's a doctor or like a nurse. What does he do? Like we don't find out what he does. Do no,
2: he?
0: I know. I no, of course not. He's well, he's a man, Alex. He
1: works. What an asshole. Like, he's making her feel so bad about her, like, staying late at work. Like, you never have time for me. All I want to do is come home and enjoy my wife, and I can't fucking do it. And now you're making more money than me. And it's like, dude, she's saving lives.
0: Well, and also, that's a big reveal, too. We don't find out what she does until, like, later in the episode. Like, it's a a, a big twist. Because I think we're supposed to think that we're supposed to... I think we're supposed to be against her. (laughs) I think... Oh, yeah. In the 70s, we're supposed to be like, ugh... She's ugh, She just has some dumb uh, woman job. Oh, boy. It's all for novelty. I, b- I, bet, she, I bet she works at a, at a fashion magazine uh, uh, eating donuts or something. I don't know what they do when they go to work. I don't know what they do, but I don't like it.
2: Rah.
1: But her dream came true, and Donny Osmond picked her up out of that uh, rough. And, uh, yeah, it's b- – does Donny Osmond find out she's a doctor doing the cruise? <laughs> Seems <laughs> like it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I never bothered to ask what she did all day. I usually just tune it out. So, yeah, the the orphan kid who had, like, the throat problem has, like, a severe throat problem. And at one point during the um, cruise... You mean severe bronchitis? Yeah, like, ultimate bronchitis, because he may not talk again. Like, <laughs> they have to do a tracheotomy on him so that he can breathe. Like, I,
0: listen, I, you know, I don't, I'm not, I'm not a doctor. Um, I mean, I am a doctor. Scam, scam. Um, you can tell because I always wear scrubs. I'm also a four-star general, um, but, but I'm not very familiar with this severe bronchitis that like requires a tracheotomy and means you may never talk again. Like, are we sure this is bronchitis?
1: I don't is know, man. This is a this is a cruise ship doctor, so take everything with a grain of salt. Like, salt.
0: I mean, I'll buy that. Like, he has like some severe problem, but bronchitis. And, and they also say a, at one point, it's like, oh, and it's also, there's also severe sinusitis. And I'm like, wait, I, I, this doesn't sound like something like that's going to like rob him of his ability to ever speak again.
1: <laughs> I think it was a on tricheotomy. I think this doctor yeah. is scamming people. They're what if the trich- doctor and Marsha just like winked at each other, went into the room and just like, who knows what they did to that poor child just because they're like, okay, doc, what do we do? Well, you know what we should do, Right. All right, a tracheotomy is where we open their head? No, I think it's their throat. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's just one scammer after another scammer. Yeah. And they 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 ruined this kid's voice and he was a world touring artist, Brad.
0: Well, that's all a scam too though. We know that. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a whole boat of scammers.
1: It's all a scam. You think Mickey Rooney's an angel? Bullshit. He's the devil. that would be awesome that's why he's wearing red and not like white or something all that to say so they fuck this kid's voice up like he can't talk and he's like they're like hey kid don't talk for a few days knowing full well that he may never talk again and during that though it's revealed like just in passing uh, the doctor tells Donny Osmond over dinner like hey I wanna you know you should be really proud of your wife she helped with a tracheotomy that saved that kid's life and he's like wait a minute my wife helped with a tracheotomy and she's like, "Yeah, that's my work." So I think he does actually find out that she's a doctor on this, which well, is
0: like—again, I, I don't think she's a doctor. I think she's a nurse because it's the '70s. Um,
1: Still, dude, yeah. how did you not know?
0: I—I I mean, I, I get because they were having a fight at the time. that, um, like they—they they actually called. First of all, um, the captain gets on the loudspeaker and is like, "Hey, if there's any uh, um, um, certified doctors or nurses on board, could you please come help assist our doctor?" Um, so there's nobody that's there to help out with the doctor? I mean, I know it's a cruise ship, and maybe you're not doing a lot of operations on the ship. But, like, there's still just, like, one person? What happens if he gets sick? That's a good question. There's, they, have to, they have to ask for help from the— So, I, if I was on a vacation, and, like, I had to, like, fucking all of a sudden, like, scrub up and do an operation, oh, I, I better fucking be getting, like, my crew is cuffed.
1: Oh, Yeah. Two.
0: <laughs> I'm we'll on have to vacation. Ask- I gotta fucking save a kid. This is why I'm on
1: vacation. Because I'm about to save kids. I'm sick of saving kids all the time. Where's Donny Ozma Isn't he supposed to be doing all this for us? Fuck. <laughs> Get Donny up here. Um. So we'll have to ask Jonathan. But maybe it's standard procedure to have like two or three, um, like the doctor triad on a cruise ship, so that if one gets sick, there's always another doctor who can take care of other people. I just and they like, do that in rotation. And those doctors yeah. are never supposed to talk during the cruise. They're not supposed to be in the same quarters. Like, they quarantine themselves, so they don't have that problem. But I don't know. Yeah, I've never been I, on a cruise. I
0: just feel like one of anything is, is is just, it's asking for trouble.
1: Um. So, yeah. Donnie and uh, uh, Marja are, like, rekindling their romance. The little orphan kid comes and brings them a, a rose at some point. It's like, hey, I wanted to, to say I'm sorry for, like, ruining your outfit they're like hey that's cool that kid's cool do we do we want kids like i don't know maybe after maybe we'll see all right then they I'll, go in front of we'll go ahead
0: no I, you go ahead
1: Well, oh, i was gonna say then they go to the green screen room and they pretend to be out on the dock uh enjoying an evening out though i guess we're supposed to believe that they're at the evening out like it's pretty interesting um they're getting like really close all their all it's all coming back to them brad it's all coming back to them now this this love that they had like they love each other but goodness if they can't agree on how they should live their life
0: well i mean you know they've got two very interesting points of view um um her view is that um she has a career that's important to her and that she enjoys doing and his point of view is shut the fuck up and quit your job So it's really just two different ideas about the way they see the world.
1: (laughs) Listen here, Marsha. I know you're off doing your things, but I'm a normal man with normal needs. I want to come home, I want to have dinner on the table, and I want to have my wife there to talk to and to enjoy. And I want that. If you don't give it to me, maybe we should start talking about divorce. All right.
0: I mean, first of all, I, I... Listen is i again i do want to go back to a world in which only one person has to work i mean the option to work um should always be there but only one person should we should go back to that fucking economic system um but the idea um that like i would go to work every day and then like my wife would would like not and like just be at home and like like cleaning and cooking and all that Like, that is a lot of pressure because she's been cooped up in the house all day and then you've got to fucking, like, entertain and, like,
2: fulfill her
0: life. Like, oh, that's why, like, all those marriages can't go well because you can't live up to that.
1: Like, that's just begging for a terrible marriage, right? It's amazing that marriages lasted the way they did back in the day, that we didn't have higher divorce rates because that's...
0: I mean, mean, what do you talk about? What do you talk about? So what did you do today? I mopped. Cool.
1: <laughs> what did you do? Well, I was a doctor on a cruise ship. Then I had to go <laughs> Then I had to go solve some economic problems in Europe. Um, yeah, I'm doing everything. So tell me something interesting that happened today. I mopped. Well, I mean, you do a lot more of the housework. I mean, let's not forget like community. I guess it depends on what level of engagement you want with the community and stuff like that. I mean, you're not just at home doing everything. Like, you're being a a citizen. Like, you're doing other stuff. And that's not to mention all the other household things, like extracurricular things. Like, maybe you have children, maybe you don't. But also, like, planning stuff. Like, there's a lot of stuff you can do other than, like, going to work and just getting a paycheck. But you're right. But you're right. But it's a I just, weird I, convo. I
0: just feel like it's a... It, the conversation is going to... Like, it is going to be... It is a lot of pressure on both sides. Well, dude, like, why one do you think... the person has to, like, feel like... Because, like, you have... You've... You've, you know... You've done housework and, like... Uh, helped r- raise the kids, like... Uh, that how interesting is that, really? Especially if it's for you, that you've done it all day. It doesn't seem that interesting. You haven't seen other people that much. Like, maybe you've gone out and done some errands and things. Maybe you've talked to the neighbors, but for the most part, like, you, you've, you've done the same thing. Like, what? it's a lot of pressure on both sides, and I just feel oh, like dude, yeah, the totally gonna die.
1: It's gonna be weird convos. Ugh. Ugh.
0: Yeah,
1: stressful. I mean, no wonder, no wonder door-to-door salesmen became such a big thing back then when people were just at home like they just did want any outlet any outlet to talk to yes I know this is a scam and I know you're trying to sell me a vacuum cleaner that's not worth this but I don't care <laughs> let's scam please scam the golden age of scammers the golden the, the golden age so does that mean we're in the silver age
0: of scamming
1: I don't know who knows I, know who I saw those statistics in Australia this is a multi-million dollar market friend um, so... Can we... Oh, we have talked about the subplot of the Christmas tree. Oh, I forgot about the Christmas tree. Because
0: the episode kicks off, and they're like, Oh, we just bought this Christmas tree. Uh, how much did you pay for it? $120. $120 for a Christmas tree! And I'm like, wow. This is a time when one person could work, and you could buy a Christmas <laughs> tree for
1: $120. Well, like a 14-foot Christmas tree.
0: Yeah, I think I paid more than $120 for this tree, and I got it, like, on crazy sale. It was like... Fifty dollars off and free shipping
1: or something, dude. Yeah, Christmas trees are expensive.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of like a like a fifteen year investment pretty much. So like if yeah. you buy a fake tree, so I don't think it's you know. Oh no, so, it's not yeah. a
1: bad thing at all. Not a
0: bad thing to buy. I mean, a lot. First of all, a live tree is disgusting. Like yeah, I don't don't put a rotting corpse of a tree in your house. It's weird. Like it's gross. It's gonna die. It's already dead. It's dying more and falling apart in your house. Like it can be insects and all sorts of things. don't, don't get a real tree. It's weird.
1: You're tree. putting more carbon into the atmosphere earlier by killing a tree like this ah. in its prime. Like it's there's Wrong. no justification for it in 2017. hey trees are so awesome. I love them. I want a I want a real tree. I don't. I don't. I need to have a real tree. Nope. No, you don't. No, you don't. Get out of here. Um so but yeah there's go ahead so
0: yeah so we've got two characters that are uh, apparently we're supposed to be in charge of decorating the tree a uh, gopher and what's her name who knows um, i've already
1: forgotten she's um, she's the most annoying character to me oddly yeah. enough that something about her smile and the way she's very toothy also annoying is the captain's daughter because again i didn't know who the hell she was until they said captain's daughter at the end of it and i'm like who is yeah. this is she like a passenger what the fuck who is this
0: Hanger on, um. But apparently, a gopher was supposed to get the ornaments, but he didn't. And now the captain wants this to be a beautiful tree. And oh no, how are they gonna decorate it? I was like, put those orphans to work. <laughs> like, get those little hands making
2: ornaments.
1: <laughs> so they're they're trying, and they just can't do a really good job of it. Uh, Mickey Rooney ends up doing angel magic to f- make it. Like, just to load it up with all balls. Like, I think he changes the tree to be an all, like, Christmas ball tree because there's just no free space where there's, like, greenery showing. Yeah. The captain, like, nods his head in approval, and everyone is amazed. Like, Gopher, did you do it? No teeth. I thought you did it. Well, it wasn't the barkeep. He's he's having trouble getting a hold of his mom's. Well, who the fuck did it? Um, no one knows. But, um, so Donnie and Marsha, they, sp- I don't they don't leave on good <laughs> they have an argument
0: that ends with maybe we should have a trial separation yeah oh. i mean maybe that was just like a new thing like at the time or something but like it's like um i uh, that's a weird way to end an argument i guess we'll have a trial separation uh, why don't you just say like i think i don't know like just say divorce or not don't say trial separation that's that's an oddly clinical legal
1: term. Yeah, let's just try to set. Let's just have like a a, a fake divorce to see if it sticks.
0: <laughs> exactly. They go into a divorce the same way they go into raising a
1: child. <laughs> let's see let's what happens. Let's give it
3: a shot. Let's give
1: it a shot. <sighs> so yeah, um, so they they basically split and then they land um at their destination. Um, the nuns smuggle the gold out with no problems that because they have this awesome gold nativity set uh, painted so it's not gold. Um, everyone on the love boat decides to go to the orphanage to hear this world-renowned choir. And one of the nuns decides to uh, take center stage and sing for the little boy who's now mute um, from his surgery. Um, during it, Mickey Rooney's angel powers like hit a high point, I guess. He conducts the kids orchestra. He, uh, we get the special guest who sings like they just do their thing for a minute. It's a Christmas song, whatever. Um, again, like Brad said earlier, no one from the community comes to this other than the people on the cruise ship. It's super weird. Marsh is there like oddly fondling the little boy that she helped saved yeah, in a way that I hope is comfortable for him, but it's, it's a little strange. Um, Mickey Rooney, does his finger point thing for everyone to see at the kid who can't sing and instantly that kid starts singing like beautiful golden voice this is also after he stopped all the music to specifically like point to the kid to do his thing
0: Uh, but also the kid has been told like after he has this tracheotomy um for his severe bronchitis (laughs) um that uh he he shouldn't speak like, he's not going to be able to sing, and he may never be able to speak again, but he definitely shouldn't even try for the next week, or it could do more damage. <laughs> like, they say don't try to speak for at least a week. Um, all of a sudden Mickey Rooney's like, go ahead and sing. Like, hey, um, that's that's not great advice.
1: No, it's horrible. Um, but the captain gets a suspect of, uh, Mickey Rooney. Um, Mickey Rooney goes outside. Well, first he changed all the, uh...
0: He, he changes the nativity. I guess he magically removes the paint so that, he, so that it's revealed that they're all gold. Uh.
1: Yeah. Which, if you're an angel with magic and this is all you're choosing to do with it, you should be cast into hell from negligence. Because you can do all kinds of shit, motherfucker, and this is the little shit you're trying to do.
0: Yeah. And he's also, like, he's also, like, talking shit about heaven the whole time he's there, too. He's making these snide little comments, like, Oh, yeah, we've got people, we've got people in our organization that, that, that are, like, that are slackers like that, too. Like, what? <laughs> you, what? You're what? you an angel. You're slacker angels? Like, what
1: the fuck? That's the TV series. That's the love boat I want to see. I want to see these slacker angels. Is he a slacker angel? I mean... He runs outside and looks up at a star that twinkles and is like, Hey thanks i really needed that or something it's he's, like no what he's the like
2: fuck?"
0: Yeah. he's like no i think i think it worked out pretty well too okay cool what uh-huh. worked
1: out like what kind of other show or like what is going on mickey rooney in angel quantum leaps yeah bum 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 <laughs> bum so the captain comes out and looks at him and he's all like hey dude um what's up oh nothing i gotta get going tell everyone in there i said goodbye and then Mickey Rooney looks up to the sky and then runs off camera. Like he's about to fly. And the 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 captain looks at him and it looks like he follows Mickey Rooney into the stars and just smiles. Like off camera, Mickey Rooney ascended and flew into the sky.
0: And meanwhile, Gavin Cloud's like, you know, one day I'm gonna build a time machine and fucking tell everybody about this fucking angel.
1: <laughs> Dude, it is. So, yeah. At the end of it, Namarsha and um well okay well, um, by the way we'll go ahead
0: yeah Um. so and again at this point in the episode there are two and a half minutes left and I'm like I guess they're not gonna adopt that fucking kid um, because <laughs> we come back from commercial and the fucking scam artists are like are talking to the captain and they're like so uh um, so the nuns got the gold alright let's you know hey that's they deserved it or something like I don't know these reformed scammers like I don't know what kind of scam they're playing right now um, but the captain's like, oh, no, no, the nuns turned the gold back to the bank, which, all right, cool. Wow, Catholics didn't keep gold for once. Congratulations, I guess. But they <laughs> gave it to a bank, so fuck that shit anyway. It's all the same. Um, um but then they're like, oh, they gave it back to the bank. well, we to be going. And then the police snatched them up.
1: Yeah, I mean, the orphanage still got the reward for the gold. Right. It's not the goal, and the police just grab them. And the people on the cruise ship look at each other like, oh, I guess they were criminals. Oh, well. It's another week on the cruise ship.
0: More scammers on a cruise ship. Uh, regular old day. May um, not. And at this point, there are two minutes left of this episode. And I'm like, well, I guess they're not adopting that kid.
1: I guess they got divorced. I guess they're not adopting it. Like, no. All
0: right. Oh, don't worry, because just in time, here comes Donny Osmond and uh, fucking Marsha Brady. Oh, and also, tracheotomy kid.
1: <laughs> Who's talking, and they're like, yeah, like we said earlier, they're like, yep, yeah, uh, we're going to take the kid with this, we're going to give it a shot, right kid? And the kid says something to the effect of, to me, it's already stuck, like, I- I'm <laughs> good, this is fine. All right, we'll see, though. <laughs> like this poor kid, man, this <gasps> poor kid. Oh, Seriously.
0: Um, There's also somebody in the background. Well, there's a couple things happening in the background. One, there's a guy wearing a suit and a sombrero. um, (laughs) And another, there's a person carrying around a stuffed unicorn. Who's also carrying that stuffed unicorn around, I think, in an earlier scene.
1: Dude, there's a lot of stuff happening in the background. It's almost like it's a a Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman episode. There's some people working for it in the background. Yeah. We also forgot to mention that at one point Mickey Rooney says the uh, prayer at the... uh, Oh uh the uh, christmas um banquet or something
0: yeah yeah that wasn't great um <sighs> so okay so we're at the end of the episode now uh um we found out they're gonna kind of adopt a kid um there's luckily there's still a few seconds left in this episode and they're like so what happened to old uh mr angelicus uh, um dominicus what happened to him oh, he said he had to go, but he said the strangest thing. He said he'd be seeing us around. Like, what do you think that means? What do you mean, what does that mean? That that's means- what <laughs> so people say. It's a common saying. Yeah. Um, but then they all look over to the Christmas tree, and they look up to the top, and on top is the
2: ugliest fucking
0: <laughs> ornament of, I guess an angel, um, but it's a plaid-wearing Mickey Rooney shitty angel, and it looks like absolute fucking garbage. But then the (laughs) creep gets creepier because all of a sudden the the shitty plastic face of the angel morphs, and we see um, superimposed Mickey Rooney's actual face, and he
1: smiles and winks. And everyone on the cruise ship goes, Oh! Oh, well, you know, another week on the cruise ship. Like, it's no big deal. Like, it wasn't just the weirdest thing that happened in the episode. It doesn't make any sense. Your ugly tree topper just turned
0: into Mickey Rooney and winked at you. That's not normal. That's, That's not, not normal. normal. That's not normal. You're Look. all being scanned by reality.
1: <laughs> I know this is the love boat, but this isn't normal. This isn't normal love boat. And that's the episode. That's the that's episode. The, God, that's the episode. So crazy. I don't even.
2: <sighs> all, thoughts
0: and, all aboard for
1: love. Brad, what are your thoughts about this? This is
0: a this is a weird fucking show, and I don't even know what to make of it.
1: I want to watch another episode at some point. I do too. I, is there a New Year's one? Surely there was a New Year's cruise. Yeah,
0: I'm. I we'll talk. I, I got an idea, but we'll talk about it in a second. Oh, nice, um, nice, 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 nice. Um, secrets, secrets, secrets. Um. But like honestly, like about ten minutes into this, I was like, I don't know if I'm feeling this. I may have to like say, Alex, you got another idea because I don't know about this show. But then it just got weirder and weirder, and I was like, okay, okay, (laughs) we're in, we're in.
1: Like if all the other episodes are this level of weird, I could, I could do it. But I don't know if they would all be this weird. Like,
0: I mean, I bet they're all weird in different ways because it's all these weird little like little plots of these these new you know these guest stars because it's a show all about guest stars. Like, that's how they fucking, you know, made their money. It's like, oh, we got Charo on. Oh, we got Rue McClanahan. Like, we got all these fucking celebrities. It's, it's a show built around celebrity cameos.
1: Which I think is is great in its own right. Like, the fact they were able to get these celebrities to come on and on again yeah. for a decade.
0: Yeah. Well, these are also celebrities that we have no context for at all. I mean, Marsha oh, Brady yeah. and Donny Osmond mickey rooney yes but like the two scam artists that nun that's apparently somebody um (laughs) mm, i don't know who they are i'm
1: sorry and you are okay
0: like the scam artists look familiar i can't i can't figure out where it is that i know them from um Uh, they've been in everything so that's why i recognize them but i don't know what my main uh main point of recognition is
1: that, this might have been the first thing the nun was in. Maybe it was just like, ooh, special guest star. She's going to be up-and-comer. Watch out. I don't think so. Um. So, yeah, who won and who lost the episode? I mean, I think Lil Bronchitis won. His throat is fully healed by an angel. Mm-hmm. And he's got two parents, supposedly. But, I mean, he's going to be keeping that family together.
0: Yeah. I Dad mean, doesn't mean
1: mom. Go ahead.
0: I Well, also, like, um... Also, congratulations to him, because he's wrecked wrecked those nuns, because they already had to cancel their world tour. Their world (gasps) tour, because he wasn't (laughs) able to sing. So congratulations to him for fucking over those nuns, because I I guess they're not going to be able to do another world tour now.
1: No, until they get a new kid up. No one wants to see, hey, this is a nun and these orphans. They want to see the orphans.
0: And if they're world famous, why didn't anyone else come to their concert, except the people that worked on this cruise ship?
1: (laughs) the locals hate them because they're so famous. They think they're so uppity going around the world. Well, fuck those orphan kids at that orphanage. But I mean, I don't want to see them sing again. It's
0: Acapulco. Again. Like, it's, it's, a, it's another tourist town. Like, you think people would come see the world-famous fucking uh, uh, children's, qu- children's orphan choir.
1: Dude, it's Christmas. They're probably just in their cabins uh, celebrating or on the beach. I don't know how it works. I don't... None of it makes sense to me. It's crazy. So, uh... So you think the little kid won? Yeah. Who lost? Marsha? because she has to live with freaking Donny Osmond for the rest of her. Life? I mean, at least until.
0: Yeah. Oh. I mean, but she's gonna end up okay. Like, yeah, I mean, in the end, like they'll get a divorce, and like you know, um, little little Trake will stay with her and. Uh, <laughs> Donny Osmond will be out on the streets where he belongs.
1: (laughs) That's gonna wreck Donny Osmond because you know that he's like, yes, I got a child now. The child I always wanted. Now that you're not gonna be home in the evenings, this child will fulfill this need I have for human contact. Like, it's just gonna get weird.
0: I think, well, I think the scammer's lost, clearly.
1: Oh, yeah. That one guy put so much work into melting down that gold and putting it into, like, a nativity mold. Like, one of the worst things you can make ever. (laughs) Yeah. All to get for nothing, for nothing, and going to jail for nothing.
0: And those nuns profited off of it. Talk to those nuns. I hate them.
1: Um, we've also got to mention that the uh, bartender eventually does get to talk to his mother on Christmas yes. thanks to the magic of the angels. Um, here's the hardest questions I think we've had to answer <sighs> Who's the best dress? Who's worst dress? Nancy's. Because, dude, the high fashion in this is insane. Yeah. Like I don't even know. Worst dress could be so many people, and best dress I think could be so many different people.
0: Yeah, I know I'm agreeing with you. Um, you know, there's there's some there's some good looks and there's some bad 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 looks. Um, I mean I feel like uh, I mean best dress is definitely gonna be Marsha Brady. Um, I'm just trying to figure out yeah, which one. Yeah, definitely.
1: Because like, she looks great. She's got that awesome green dress at one of the uh, dinner scenes the outfit that gets ruined like the white top with the uh cotton blue skirt is awesome like that's just mm-hmm. gorgeous the yeah. uh outfit where good. i even like the casual like red shirt with the shorts when she goes to confront donnie and he's instilling his suit from last night with his gold chain always with that gold chain donnie i, I think, think she, i think the green dress is my favorite Props to wardrobe and her, like, they, they did a good job. The worst dress yeah. she's in is her pink dress by leaps and bounds, and it's it's still not a bad dress. No, it's not bad at all. Um, I think worst dress... Okay, so she wins Ooh. best dress. I say green dress, too. Yeah. Worst dress, I think, has to be just the standard crew uniform that's, like, the super short shorts. Because uh-huh. it doesn't flatter anyone with those high freaking, like... Like, every person that comes on the screen Ugh. with that looks like a dope.
0: <laughs> every grown men cannot be wearing shorts. Um, I... Uh, obviously. Um, we'll delve into that in a second. But I would like to point out, at the same dinner scene where she's wearing the green dress, um, Hair and Teeth is wearing this dress that is... I guess it's her Christmas dress, because it's got these weird, like, red and green, like, uh, I, uh, ribbon, I guess, uh, like, stuck to the top of the dress. That's so ugly. <laughs> I don't like it.
1: I mean, everything that woman does in this episode is not...
0: 28 minutes, uh, 51 seconds is... uh, Yeah, you get a good look at that
1: nonsense. But there's Um. also... I love the background characters in this dude like there are some people working it like in that scene when you first come into the dinner There's a there's a woman in a blue dress that comes in with another guy and it's like they're actually coming in and having a conversation Yeah, that's a nice dress There's like a couple in the background where there's one woman's playing with her nails and their conversation I mean it looks like like I want to know what they're talking about like what's going on over Mm -hmm. there So many of these little like, and like you said, the guy with the unicorn doll. What's that about? The guy with the tuxedo with the sombrero, who's also holding a pinata. Like, what's up with that? That's like, I want to see those stories. Fuck these nuns (laughs) and their world tour bullshit. Why wasn't he helping? Why wasn't the angel helping those people? Yeah. So I think the question is. Who has
0: the, who looks goofiest in this uniform? (laughs) Because, yeah, it's got to be somebody wearing the uniform. Is it, is it? Because, I mean, I feel like strong cases can be made for Captain, Gopher, and Scooter in their fucking
1: uniforms. I don't know who looks the dumbest. I think Gopher is by far the dumbest. One, his name is Gopher. Yeah. And two. He's got a little boy haircut, too. He's got a little boy haircut. It's like, Gopher, (laughs) have some respect for yourself. Yeah
0: your legs are way too white um you've got a little boy haircut and you're a grown man wearing that like short shorts and like short sleeve uniform you look like a
1: dope god there's just so much crazy stuff going on in the background like every outfit has been thought of meticulously because there's some cool stuff happening yeah uh the crew member who wears the best outfits um has to be the bartender. Dude yes. is wearing, like, blazers with awesome color. Even when he's in, like, the standard crew uniform, dude carries it well. Like, he just looks so much better than the other. But, like, he's just, he's like, all right, I'm wearing this. That's a man who makes the clothes.
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, old Man Scammer is also wearing some kooky shirts. Um, this must be noted for the record.
1: Kooky shirts, he's a tie guy, his accomplice is a bow tie guy, but they have, like, cool ties every once in a while. Yeah, There's,
0: I, it's a it's
1: such a weird episode of television. P.S. Marsha, Marsha's outfit at the concert, um, is an interesting look. I don't know if it's appropriate. It's a deep V-neck sweater. It shows a little bit of cleavage at a child's Christmas concert. Other than that, though. She is by far the best-dressed person here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Teeth is wearing some god-awful, like, blue blazer with black and, like, a little mini black sombrero. Oh. It's like, honey, what are you doing? Oh, gosh, Vicky. sombrero? Yeah, it's like a weird, like, mini black. It looks like a black sombrero. Uh, the captain's daughter is wearing some god-awful dress. Oh, she like, looks
0: like a nightmare. Like,
1: she looks... Like, everyone here... Oh. Oh. God. Dude. Best dress is Marsha Brady in the scene. Second is Andy Rooney. Uh, Mickey Rooney. Like, <laughs> Andy Rooney, that would be.
0: Uh... I don't like being an angel. <laughs> nah. Um, yeah, this. I always have to help people with their problems. Why doesn't anyone help me with my problems? Hmm, I'm an angel.
1: I. Yeah, I don't. I want to watch another episode of Love Boat at some point, just to see if this was like a lightning strikes once kind of thing.
0: Yeah, definitely. Definitely.
1: Oh, dude. Okay, another random thing, because I know we, we need to sh- close the show out, but um, at one point when the one guest star lady is singing and at the boys' choir, and they have to wait for her, at one point, one of the kids rolls his eyes eye off camera like, mother, they're like, god damn it. It is hilarious. One of the kids looks confused.
0: The other one's like rolls his eyes. It's great. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Who is this broad? We're like, What is going on? Uh, yeah, that's pretty great. Oh, God, so and weird. That's, that's so weird. That's, that's, that's a Christmas love boat, ladies and gentlemen. Love boat. Oh. Guys, thank you so much for joining us in this high holiday season. We really appreciate you. Uh, let us know what you think. Get in contact with us. Go to the Ramjack website. It's ramjackpodcast.com and find all the avenues to communicate with us. Go to Facebook and join the Facebook group. Always a fun time, a good community. Um,
0: Guys, if you're listening to this um, right before the holidays, because this should release right before um, um, the Christmas, but you know you still got New Year's. Um, hey, are you scamming your relatives? You could oh, be. Oh, nice. Like, you're you're going to get real bored hanging out with them all that time. Why don't you scam them? And then tell us about
1: it. Tell us about how you scammed your relatives.
0: Are they scamming you? Do you have a scammer in your family?
1: Tell me your scammer stories. Um, let me give you a scammer story from my workplace. Really quick. Really quick. Uh, a, a woman I work with, her boyfriend's brother was living with them. Um, he was going to school and um, they found out that he actually wasn't going to school. He was just leaving the house and just going and not doing anything. Just hanging out at different places all day and then coming back home. Amazing. Scamming.
0: Scamming. Scammers. How can I be a scammer? Help me be a scammer, please. <laughs> and friends, if you're out there and you're uh, maybe maybe you're on a cruise ship, maybe you're at Disney World, uh, maybe you're with a, a relative that you loathe and despise, or one that you like, or if you're scamming or not scamming. Uh, we just uh oh, want to give a a heartfelt
1: happy holidays
0: <laughs> but i hope you're scamming
1: <laughs> happy holidays and a scamming new year
0: oh, guys let's scam it into 2018 <laughs> listen 2017 took so much from us <laughs> take it back in
1: 2018 take We're it back scams. in 2018. Good tidings No good scamming to you Wherever you roam <laughs> Wow man I Just want to live a scam life Scam life Let
3: me see We have a scarf for Skywalker right Yes And perfume for the princess Yes What about Han Solo Couldn't we get him here what? That leaves one big problem uh, The <laughs> Couldn't we get him a comb? We he gave him a comb, comb last year.